Hello and welcome to Thrill Seekers, arguably the worst named movie podcast on the internet. I'm your co-host Matt and joining me is Ned. Hello. Unfortunately, Steve can't be here due to family circumstances. Yeah, we're a, we're a twosome again. Yes, we are. So this means it's going to be many hours long. Yeah, it's going to be six hours this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's double it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I can't, I can't see it being as long as the last one. I don't think... No. From the films that we've got... I mean, we have got a big roundup, have we, really? No, I think last time it was just me and you. We watched, like, what, eight or nine eight films? films. <laughs> 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 I think as half well an hour of it was... Yeah, half an hour was it talking about them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, only seen, I've only seen two. We're interrupting this bit of the broadcast to say Merry Christmas because we forgot at the beginning and this has been recorded at the end. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. To, oh, actually, before I start. Yeah. Can you, you know, last week I was saying, as I was walking down, there was a guy staring yes. out of his window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepily. Yeah. I walked past today and he wasn't there. Right. Obviously, I had a look because <laughs> I thought maybe it's a thing. <laughs> and so he wasn't there and I was like, ha, ha, ha he's not there. Great. Yeah. And I walked around the corner onto the next street. Right. And there was a fucker in another house <laughs> doing exactly the same. It's probably his mate. I, I think it was, a, well, it could have been. I think it was just some woman. Right. Standing in her bay window, arms yeah. crossed in exactly the same pose, staring blankly out across the road. Oh I was like, my God. I, I'm getting haunted. <laughs> haunted by middle-aged t-shirt wearing randos. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh my God. It, or that, or the people that I live near don't appreciate my glorious bobble hat. <laughs> As I had the same hat on. <laughs> Took a job, didn't see your jumper. That's amazing. I did have my coat done up here. This jumper. Yeah. I'm trying to look at it and talk, and I'm looking away from the mic. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. It's I got it for a, birthday. It's so good. I love it. What theme is it? Space. Space. Yeah, I thought it was. It's massive. Mm. It's knitted, kind of light blue wool with mauve cuffs and <laughs> yeah. mauve planets and stuff. All over <laughs> it. It's really shit, but it looks I love epic. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I actually asked for it as well. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> ASOS. ASOS. Which I am too old for. And this jumper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've only seen two things this week. Yeah, I've seen one thing. Right. Do you want to rattle yours off first? Okay. Um, so me and Elaine watched Interstellar. Because I know what you've watched and it's better than the two I've watched. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. We might as well start strong. <laughs> yeah, so uh, spoiler alert, if this ever gets picked in the future, it's a 10. I haven't seen it, so I would yep. quite like it to get picked. Yeah, yeah. I think it, well, if, if it doesn't get picked by Steve, then I don't think it could get picked by me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose I could whatever, watch it without it being picked. Yeah, for whatever theme we pick <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, it'd be nice, uh, to, nice to review it, though, to yeah. see what you think of it as well. Yeah, I really want to watch it. I yeah. think the only reason I haven't watched it so far is because of the length. Yeah. Yeah. It's two, two hours, two hours, 50 something. 50 something. Yeah. I think yeah, it's it is, bigger. yeah. Yeah, but um, it's, it's it's one of the films where you, you, you put it on and I know it's like back to front and. It's still not long when you're watching it. It doesn't. Yeah. F- it doesn't feel long. You're not bored at any point. It's a bit of a slow burner at the beginning, but then when it gets fully into it, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. How many times have you seen it now? I think I've seen it about six times. Fucking hell! I know, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it loads. It's like, what? It's only four, five years old. Yeah, it's not. Yes, yeah, old, like old is it? No, 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 not at all. No. Jesus, that's a a yearly watch <laughs> of Interstellar. <laughs> yeah, good cast as well. Yeah, McConaughey. Uh, that's all I know. And Hathaway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did know she was in it. Yeah, Michael Caine. Michael Caine? Mm, Michael Caine's in it. I didn't know he was in it. Yep. And I assume he's not in space. Uh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's 80. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a few other people in it as well. Um, I can't think of their names, though. Um, Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> some actors. I've seen them in some <laughs> things. I think one of the guys was off, like, American Horror Story. Mm. Um, and 
there's yeah some the, the, there's the kid in it off um, Twilight who plays Renesmee um, Edward and Bella's daughter when she's a little bit older I haven't seen Twilight mate I've got oh, no okay. idea fair enough <laughs> yeah. Have, yeah have you seen all the Twilight series as well I have and I've read the books why <laughs> Well, I quite, I enjoy, I like quite enjoyed it, them. But... Yeah, I quite enjoyed them. Really? <laughs> yeah. I watched, me and Dickie watched the first one years mm. and years and years ago when it came out. Yeah. And we thought the film was shit. Yes. But we both fell in love with Robert Pattinson's hair. <laughs> yeah. But Bernard we're both straight guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were yeah. like, that hair is glorious. <laughs> yeah. And I think we talked about it for months. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. we watched the second one yeah. specifically mm. for his hair. Right. And it was changed and it wasn't as good. Oh, okay, yeah. And then he was sparkly in a church door or something. Yeah, I think this is what Elaine was a bit pissed off about because she loves the series, she's read all the books and she was like, why sparkle? Does why sparkle the sparkle? The um, yeah, I think do, yeah. Yeah. So she must know they sparkle then. Yeah, it's just a while back when... Oh, yeah. When I've read the books, but I'm pretty sure they do sparkle. But yeah, it's just one of them things where it's just like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, well, I've never read it. I can't. I shouldn't take mm. the piss. I love vampires like Interview the Vampire and I like the evil vampires <laughs> I'm reading Interview the Vampire at the moment oh, I will want to get into a little that. bit oh yeah yeah it's like, slow it's not so much that it's slow I'm okay with slow hmm. it's a bit flowery okay I think it's probably yeah. the like the prose is a bit yeah uh, as, in bake, as, as in baking flour or yeah oh, okay <laughs> no <laughs> it's just kind of uh, it's it's a lot more Poetic, poetically written than most of the stuff that I normally oh, okay. read. And I read, I read a lot of things. I read a lot of genres. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm not disliking it. I would probably... It's sitting... I've only about a quarter of the way through it. Yeah. I'd probably give it... Because I rate on Goodreads and that's out of five. So yeah. when I say three, it doesn't mean three out of ten. It's three out of I mean. five. <laughs> yeah. That's probably where I'm sitting at the moment. Yeah. But I oh, like cool. the film. I love the film, so... Yeah, I, so. I didn't oh, realise it was literally... And I don't know why, because I've seen the film and mm. I know what the title of the book is called. Yeah. I didn't just expect it to literally be an interview with the vampire. <laughs> yeah. No, and no. obviously it is. It's just him telling his story. <laughs> yeah. The boy, as he's called in the book. Okay. I don't think he's got a name. All right. But have you not read it? I thought you'd read I've it. I've not read it. I've got it. I, I thought I've, you'd read it. I've got it and I've got about three or four of the others, um, mm. but I've never actually picked them up. I'm, I'm too busy reading this book that I've been reading for four years that I can't get through. <laughs> the Desert Spear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got halfway through it. I put it down and I'm like, <laughs> I need to pick that back up again. But when I've reread some of the chapters, I'm like, I don't remember getting this far. And then I've reread it again and thought, ah, I know where I am now. I've not picked it up again. I do that. I've, there's a series called Malazan, which I've ran oh, about. Oh, yeah, you to said you that. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. But. I read one to eight. Yeah. Fair, I say fairly swiftly, probably over 18 months. Yeah. And then it's been six or seven months since I've finished eight. Right. And I picked nine up last month. Oh, well, no. At the start of this month. And I was right. like, who the fuck? I don't know who these people are. There's like two and a half thousand characters in it. It's ridiculous. Holy shit. I was just like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know any of the threads anymore. I've absolutely done my own legs. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still finishing it, obviously. I'm sure I'll pick it up again. But yeah, yeah. Never stop, never is, stop. I was going to say, you did a Gandalf. I have no memory of this place. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I read that as well. Yeah. The, uh, last month. The first mm. time I've read Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, nice. It's all right. Yeah, was it hard to get through or was it pretty... No, it was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried to read, read The Hobbit before The Hobbit come out. I've read The Hobbit, I didn't and like I The Hobbit. And I couldn't read it because there was too many characters introduced within the first couple of chapters and I was like, what is... It's not like John, Mike and... 
Scott or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's all the dwarfs, isn't it? Yeah, and I was like, who the hell are all these guys? And I couldn't put a face <laughs> to it, but now I think if I picked it up and read it after watching Hobbit, I'd get on better with it. Lord of the Rings is better than The Hobbit. Right. I read The Hobbit and I didn't really enjoy it. I thought it was yeah. overrated, which yeah. is, sounds horrible to say about the guy that is literally the granddaddy of my favourite genre. Yeah, I mean. Book. Yeah. But I was just like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. But Fellowship of the Rings was genuinely good. Mm. I didn't think it's not the best thing I've ever read. Yeah. But I'm talking, it's a book from the 50s yeah. that I'm reading in 2021. That's it. And I can appreciate its legacy and its influence mm-hmm. and its standing. Yeah. It's been topped yeah. several times, I think, for me personally. Since right. Maybe if I read it as a kid, first, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. have enjoyed it more. Yeah, that's it. But it is it is very good. I can't I can't knock it. The, yeah. the guy can write. That's undisputable. Whether you like story or not, the guy is the guy is talented. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But anyway, we're yeah, a that's film us. Um, that's us talking about Interstellar, and then ended up on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was going to say I'd, I'd forgot we'd even started talking about films. This is again why Steve needs to be here to rein us in from waffling so, uh, about. So, what films did you watch? <laughs> oh. And what books did you read? Bear with me while I'm having a drink of beer. <laughs> Which is what is it? Avans. Avans. It's Avans. part of that um, that beer fifty two subscription that I've got that I can't cancel. A Quebec IPA. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. It's then there's other words on there that I don't understand in two terms. <laughs> yep. Sabro, Simcoe, Mosaic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have words. Parallel. <laughs> mosaic is a window. Simcoe. I, I don't know. <laughs> Citra. Sounds a bit like lemons Lemon, or oranges. Maybe. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beer reviews. Mm, that'd, be a good one. that'd be a good one I, oh yeah I, was, I think I told you that I watched this one uh, a 1952 Finnish film right don't ask why I saw it when I was scrolling through uh, Arrow or Shudder I think it was Shudder yeah and it was Christmas horrors and I got all the way to the very end and it's yep. not Christmassy at all it's yep. just set in snow because it's in Lapland oh okay it's called The White Reindeer or in <laughs> Finland <laughs> Valquinen Pura okay and turns <laughs> it is about 70 minutes long. I thought, I'll watch this. Yeah. Vampiric it was white built in, in, the, wow. in the right. And I was like, uh, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> and it's it's very good Yeah. for when it was made. Right. I think I didn't get much out of it watching it. I've, I've given it a five out of ten. Okay. Yeah. But visually, it's stunning. Right. It's obviously, obviously, it's in black and white. Yeah. And the use of kind of the snowy landscape versus the shadows. Oh, okay. And stuff. That really sounds interesting. Good. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing, it's all set outside in these kind of like snowy tundras. It's all thick Arctic weather. Yeah. That's the closest it gets to Christmas. It's not set at Christmas. It's just, just it's in a snowy country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, got, yeah. And there's reindeers in it. It's got chuffle to do with Christmas. Yeah, it could be March. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could be any any day of the winter in that land, which I assume is every day. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. But I think when it came out in the fifties, I'd, I'd never heard of it. Mm. But I think it won because I was reading about it after it won things at like Cannes and various mm. like prestigious film festivals. Yeah. So it was obviously well thought of when it came out. Yeah. And just seems to have fallen off the map. Okay. Completely disappeared because I've never heard of it and I know a bit about horror. Yeah. But it's okay. It's directed by some guy called Eric Blomberg. Yeah. And the main character in it is Mijami Kuasmonen right. as Perita. I don't, I've probably butchered her name. But they're a husband and wife. Yeah. And they wrote it together. Right. So that's quite nice. But she plays the aforementioned woman that turns into a shape-shifting reindeer yep. vampire lady. Mm-hmm. Starts off the film, she meets a guy, they get married. And uh, 
it go, it cuts to one night. I don't think it's their wedding night. I hope not anyway, because there's <laughs> other people sleeping around the floor of their yurt <laughs> while they're in bed. Right. And, and either that or Finnish people have some odd wedding custom. <laughs> and uh, she's trying to get jiggy with her husband. Mm. And he's like, nah, and turns over. Yeah. He's, he's not having any of it. And he's uh, a reindeer shepherd, a reindeer wrangler. Yeah. Whatever they're called. I don't know. He spends a lot of his time away from the home. Yeah. Pushing reindeer around the country. Yeah. As the expert uh, <laughs> description would go. Yeah. So she's feeling kind of lonely and uh, a bit rejected. She goes yeah. to a shaman to get a love potion. Mm-hmm. For some reason, she gives him a bottle of vodka, which he then necks 75% of it in one go. Right. Gets absolutely off his tits. <laughs> makes this love potion, gives it to her and says, you need to kill the first creature that you see. Yeah. When you leave my tent. Because right. they all live in yurts. <laughs> So she's like, okay. She drinks this love potion, walks out, sees a white, a baby white reindeer. Yeah. Kills it, which is horrible. Yeah. Doesn't really kill it. Yeah. I hope. No, because it's all off camera. So yeah. there's literally no reason why it would be one of these films where animals are hurt. Yeah. And then from that point on, obviously this love potion's gone wrong. All these men that she meets that are kind of in this little tribe that she's part of can't yeah. resist her. Yeah. So she's luring guys off to the side to sleep with and then kill. Right. <laughs> or bite and eat like vampires do. Yeah. And that happens a lot. And that's kind of roughly all that happens. The story's really thin. <laughs> right. The premise is amazing. Yeah. But the story's kind of muddled and a mm. bit weird and it's it's a <clears throat> 70 year old Finnish film. Yeah, I know. Mean. So I shouldn't be judging it harshly and I'm not. It's yeah. worth a watch. It I would say to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Anyone that likes horror, give it a watch. You might yeah, not get yeah. much out of it, but you'll, you'll find it interesting. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to be like, this is shit. You'll, yeah. you'll find it as like as a curio or, yeah. or a, yeah. piece of a, a piece of art that you're interested in. And like you said about cinematography, it's stunning because of the use of like the black. Yeah, the, the cinematography and, of it is yeah. really good. Uh, the actress, uh, Mia Sharmi, Crossman and I should have read I should have looked at my notes before I started because <laughs> that went badly wrong but I was reading about it I was like oh she's gorgeous yeah. so she plays this kind of femme not femme fatale this like seductress yeah that turns into a, a killer yeah and I was reading about it I was like I wonder what else she's been in if there's yeah. anything I recognised and then she died at 48 which is okay. horrible <laughs> right so that was a so that was sad hmm but yeah it's it's alright 5 yeah. out of 10 Give it, a, give it a check. If you like the premise of a shape-shifting white vampire reindeer. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, Why not? Yeah. It, it, it will suit people that want to find weird stuff. Yeah. And it, I'm sure it was like an hour and seven minutes. It's really short. Oh, okay. It's, it's right. basically like a TV episode. Yeah. And I also watched, and this is fucking terrible. I remember you saying that you've watched a really bad film. <laughs> I think I described it as the second the worst second film worst I've ever seen. The second worst film you've ever seen, yeah. That yep. might be too harsh, <laughs> but it's going to be in the bottom 10. Okay. And it, and you're going to be surprised because me and you, when we were around here <laughs> several months ago, we were yeah. scrolling through uh, Prime. Yes. After I'd watched Kill Us Over, I think. Oh, right, okay, yeah. And you, you know, we were looking through all the shit films, the B-movie <laughs> schlock. Obviously. And we came across one and we were like, that looks amazing. Yeah. Microwave Massacre. Oh, okay. Can you remember seeing it? I remember it? seeing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is fucking crap. Is it bad? Awful. One oh, out of ten. God. Oh, Literally wow. Literally terrible. Oh, Jesus. It's a really, really <laughs> nothing film. Right. It's <laughs> part comedy, part horror, part... Oh, this is what it tries to be. Part <laughs> comedy, part horror, part erotica. <laughs> right, yeah. Because there's a, there's a lot of boobs in it. Right. 
for no reason. So that's what fuels it. <laughs> yeah, I think he's yeah. tried to cover up any lack of talent with yeah. some titties. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't work because right. you need because you need can, more. <laughs> yeah, adults yeah. can see past that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not funny enough to be a comedy. Yeah, it's not remotely kind of tense or scary or horrific there's yeah. very little gore yeah which you normally find there's a lot of gore in kind of cheap 70s yeah slashery kind of exploitation flicks there's barely any there was a couple of gags that landed i wrote a couple of quotes down <laughs> and I'll, I'll, then I'll tell you what it's about yeah obviously it's about a guy that goes in the microwave <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh there was one guy talking about how his piles get worse in humid weather lovely that made me laugh <laughs> There was a news report about the perfect crime being to kill someone, then eat somebody right. to get rid of the evidence. Yeah. But the news report was really, really, really sweary. <laughs> and that made me laugh. Yeah. And then, I can't tell you this joke without telling you the, uh, the premise of the film. Right, okay. So it's a guy called Donald. Mm. Big fat builder. His wife has got uh, a new microwave oven. Yeah. Which apparently in the 70s, and I don't know if this was for the film... Or if this was how microwave look, microwaves looked in the seventies, right. it's massive. It's the size of like a forty-six inch telly. Right, okay. It's huge. You could get in it. Right. It's like turn the tumble drive on the side. Yeah. Pop it in your wall. Yeah. It's that fucking big. Holy shit. So she, he's got this new microwave. All he wants for his lunch when mm. he gets to work is to open his lunchbox and get a cheese and bologna sandwich. Yeah. He's a fairly simple man. Yeah. But she's cooking these really obscure <laughs> gourmet French meals all the while right. in the microwave, which again, I don't know if it's ironic that <laughs> you can't do gourmet in a microwave right. or whether in 1979 <laughs> microwaves were clusters, the next big thing in like... Look how chefferies. posh this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I just didn't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was being ironic or if it was just a relic. Yeah, I know you mean. And eventually he gets fed up of it. Right. Him and his wife have a massive fight. Yeah. And he kills her. <laughs> okay. In a fit of rage. And all of this is badly acted. There's yeah. not one scene where anyone can do any acting. <laughs> the writing's terrible. The yeah. cinematography is terrible. Everything about it is terrible. <laughs> and I don't mind saying that because it looks like no one cares. Yeah. And if no one cares, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, this is it. <laughs> and it, it's just really, really bad. <laughs> the joke that made me laugh is this is just when the, the argument's ramping up about the food, he yeah. gets home from work and she's got this like green plate of, it looks like slop yeah, on the thing and his armchairs are green. Yeah. And he says, she says, what do you think of the food? He says, it matches the chair when it comes to cooking, you'd make a great decorator. And yeah. that made me laugh because that is a very 70s gag. <laughs> but it did make me chuckle. But the rest of the film is absolutely pissed. He's killed his wife. Yeah. He chops her up. Yeah. And again, you don't, when he kills his wife, you don't see any blood or any of the killing. It right. just happens kind of off camera. It, it just, it's happened. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be sillier or gorier for even to make an impact as a right. film. As soon as I finish talking about it today, yeah. I'll forget that it exists. Right. It'll be yeah, something yeah. that I'd see in a year and be like, well, I've not seen that. Yeah. That's how bad it is. Yeah. And he, he chops his wife up. Mm. It puts her in the fridge. Yeah. Wrapped up in tin foil. <laughs> now in the fridge is where his wife has put all of these all the meals. meals wrapped right. up in tinfoil. Okay. He comes home one night, so he wants a snack. Oh, he opens the fridge. God. He unwraps some tinfoil. He starts yeah. noshing down on it. Turns out it's his wife's arm. Oh, for God's sake. He has about half a second where... And I'm spoiling this because I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. He has half a second where he deliberates what he's doing. Yeah. Then thinks it's really tasty and just noshes on down anyway. Oh, no. And then for the rest of the film, is him 
soliciting sex from prostitutes. Right. And, to, and then killing them and as eating you, them. As you do. Yeah. And yeah. then sharing his food out with his co-workers. That's his wife. Oh, well, his wife and the, the prostitutes. Yeah. Because they don't well. know. They don't know what he's serving them. They're just like, this is really tasty. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he cooks these, his two friends who also <laughs> are terrible at acting. Yeah. These are meaty meals every night. Yeah. Takes them to work every day and they're eating people as well without oh, realising it. And they think, they think it's really, really tasty. That's horrendous. But, <laughs> but he's, there's six or seven times during the film he mentions that him and his wife haven't had sex since the 60s. Yeah. Like 1961. So I think it's been 15 years. As soon as he kills her and he gets a taste for it, it starts to get his libido back as well. Right. So then he's, having, he's getting prostitutes, having sex with them, murdering them, chopping yeah. them up, popping them in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm laughing, and I shouldn't be laughing because it's not—it's not offensive. It sounds offensive as a as a what's it? It's not. It's just bad. Yeah, it's just a stupid idea from the seventies. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't work. Yeah, but I was going to say something else as well. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> There's no resolution yeah. at all. He just—he's got a pacemaker. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you the end now. So if you don't want to listen, just skip on a minute because it takes me fucking ages to get to the point. <laughs> He's got a pacemaker, and you find that out about two-thirds of the way through the film. It's not mentioned at any point. Right. And uh, as he's using the microwave one day, he dies. Okay. Because it interferes with the pacemaker. Oh, for God's sake. And then the film ends. That's the resolution. And that's it. Yeah. There's no <laughs> there's no resolution about what he's done, about his friends eating these people. It just he is. just has a heart attack <laughs> because the microwave's got in messed up his pacemaker and he dies and the film finishes there's, oh there's literally there's not a story has he, written, a, has he written anything else this guy has he... I don't know I don't think I even bothered to write down oh who it was let's have a God, look that's horrendous uh, no my first where I normally write director <laughs> yeah. I just wrote fucking awful <laughs> <laughs> brilliant direction none <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there was a couple of plot points that were started his wife's sister turned up after his wife had been killed because she yeah. hadn't heard from her for a while and you think oh some tension mm-hmm but he just ties her up, puts her in a cupboard, and yep. that's where she stays until the end. Right. And then when he dies, they let her out. Okay. That was that story done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his friends, <laughs> you never you never find out what his friends think about eating people. Because yeah. you assume that when they go through his fridge, yeah. that would come to the fore. That's never ever course, touched yeah. upon. And there's two bits where it goes supernatural yeah. for no reason. Right. Like zero reason. Right. <laughs> One... His wife's head's on the side <laughs> of the work surface next to the fridge when he's putting her, her arms and her legs in there. Yeah. And it's facing forwards. Yeah. No, it's facing backwards. So you can see the back of her head. Mm-hmm. He opens the fridge door, puts some meat in there. Yeah. Closes the fridge door. She's facing forward again. Oh, okay. And you think, oh, maybe there's a supernatural element to it. Right. And then that's ignored for about 40 minutes. Right. And then the head falls out of the fridge. Yeah. And disappears. Okay. And it's found somewhere else and it disappears from there. And you think, oh, there is a supernatural thing to it. And, and then it's uh, never mentioned again. And nothing happens. Until after he dies, <laughs> her eyes light up and then it finishes. Oh my God. <laughs> what the you hell? You know when we watched The Room? Yes. And there's so many... And Tommy Wiseau's yeah. girlfriend's mom's talking about having cancer and it's never mentioned again. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's I exactly that. like that. Oh my God. The whole film. But it hasn't got the... The charm of uh, the, the room. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I like the room because I rate the room highly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Subjectively, yeah. objectively, I can see that it's wank. Yeah, but yeah. subjectively, it there's entertains me. There's something about it, yeah. yeah. Whereas this, it's no worse. 
Well, it is, it is worse. It's yeah, of course worse. It is. It's, it's from the 70s and it's kind of uh, yeah. I Hate My Wife yeah. film. Yeah. Because you know, like the 70s stand up comedians were mm. mother in law jokes and yeah, wife it, jokes yeah. and gay jokes. It's kind of got that humour yeah. to it. So, hmm. as I said earlier, it's not offensive. It can be, it's problematic. Yeah. But it's not problematic to me personally because I don't hit any of those demographics. Yeah. But I can understand why people would be offended by it. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. even if you're not, you'll still think it's wank. <laughs> yeah. Absolute trash. It is one of the worst things I've ever watched. Yeah. It makes, and I've slagged off some films on this <laughs> podcast, it makes The Unholy and Repo look like fucking world beers. Oh my God. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Because I didn't like The Unholy. I thought it was cheap and tacky and naff, but at least someone tried somewhere along yeah. the line to make a film. <clears throat> yeah. Repo, I didn't like it, but no one looked like they were bored. They looked like they were at least enjoying it and having yeah. fun. Yeah, this I mean. just... To be fair, it's music, to, it's music to me ears because it's nice to hear Repo and Amazing in the same sentence from me. So. <laughs> it's took this film to be finally on the same page. <laughs> yeah, I always, or not. I always forget, I always forget, and I've said this on here before, what an actual truly terrible film looks like. Yeah. If you want to know what the worst film I've ever seen is, okay. and this is going off tangent, I'm not going to talk about it particularly on here. <clears throat> yeah. oh, we should do it one week. Right. It's You've Got Mail. Oh, Tom Hanks. Yep. No way. It is the worst film I've ever seen. Holy shit. I've never seen it. It's fucking I, I know of it, obviously, because it's... Uh, is it Meg Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not a badly made film. Yeah. It's not a badly acted film. It's all crafted well. Yeah. The message in the film is repugnant. Right, okay. And I hate it <laughs> so much. No <laughs> film has ever made me as angry as you've got that. <laughs> and I've not written anything down about you, man. It's been probably six or seven years since I've seen it, so I can't talk about it. <laughs> But it's just... That's amazing. It's Tom Hanks' character gaslighting yeah. and manipulating... Uh, what's her name? Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, yeah. Fox. Meg, manipulating and gaslighting Meg Ryan's character for the right. entire film, learning yep. zero lessons, mm. and then at the end, her saying, oh, but I love you anyway. Oh, okay. Even though he is the worst person in the world. Oh, okay. Right. Absolutely shambolic. I say Hanks don't normally play, play like a... Bad character, does he? He's not portrayed that way. The film's yeah. portrayed as really happy, but okay. the message underneath it is sinister as balls. And right. I don't understand why it's <laughs> liked by anyone. Yeah. If you watch this film and you genuinely think it's romantic, you yeah. probably need to get your self esteem looked at. <laughs> right, I got you. Because yeah, yeah. all he does is manipulate. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I've got to go off on one now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <They> mi- <laughs> he plays the owner of like a. A Waterstone style company in okay. America, like a big chain bookstore. Yeah, yeah. She plays the owner of just a normal local independent bookshop oh, okay. in New York, I think. And I think his I, job is to I think I feel where this is going. Go into every city, build one of these massive bookstores. Yeah. Under pro, undercut the yeah. competition, put them out of business, be the only bookstore. Right. So it starts, and it, that's fine. Yeah. That's the start. There, there should be a lesson learned somewhere mm. in this film. Yeah. But there isn't. He starts an online relationship with Meg Ryan's character. They don't know who each other are at the moment. Yeah. At the same time as he's trying to get her bookstore from her. Yeah. Or buy it off her so he can just put her out of business. Yeah. They're both in relationships already. Right. Which again is... I'd have preferred it if they were single. Yeah. But they're not. They're both kind of cheating on their partners a little bit with this sort of uh, yeah. online thing. So that's not a great thing to start with. Yeah, it's bullshit. But... I, I, I'm okay with that. That doesn't offend me personally. But I think it would have just been a happier film if they were single. Yeah. Where it, I struggle with it is 
he finds out much, much, much earlier right. who he's talking to. Oh, okay. So he finds out that he's talking to the owner of this bookshop. Ah, uh, okay. And then he plays two roles. Yeah. He uses his online persona yep. to get information from her. Yeah. That because they're obviously falling for each other. Yeah. Which he then takes to his real life persona right. to manipulate her into falling in love with him that way. Oh fucking hell! And it is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And she tells him at one point, I don't know if she tells the real him or the online version of him. Mm. And she still doesn't know that these are the same person. Now. She, these are two different people to her. Yeah. Oh, that, at one point he arranges a date with her online. Right. She goes to the restaurant expecting whatever his name online is to turn up. Yeah. And he doesn't turn up. Instead, right. the guy that's trying to buy a business comes turning up and consoles her for this guy not turning up. Oh, and he's manipulated God, no, this entire situation. It's yeah, fucking, yeah. it's horrible. I was going to say, yeah. she is absolutely just, a massive just victim in all of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and manipulated by an arsehole. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and again, all this is fine if it does, depending on the end. You can yeah. get away with all of this if the end is, if it, you stick the end and it's not a rom-com, but right. I don't and it is. Yeah. I've lost a plot now. I've got, I've gone off. I've got to the <laughs> I'm genuinely annoyed. I can feel my blood pressure going. I'm about to go outside and have some fresh air. I've got hot. I think my face is red. <laughs> that looks right. <laughs> So yeah, so when that goes on, and I don't know if she's telling him to his face or yeah. if she's talking to what she thinks is a different man online. Yeah. But she's lost her mom. Okay. A few years back, I think. Mm. Used to be a mom's bookstore. I think it was a grandma's bookstore before that. And oh, it's okay. Kind of yeah, down generational. Yeah. And she tells him, whichever, in whichever version that she tells him, yeah. it's telling him that losing the bookstore would be like losing her mother yeah, all over again. <clears throat> yeah. And at the end of the film... Hmm. he still takes the bookstore. She still loses the bookstore. Jesus. She goes to work for him no in way. his big company, yeah. and they're both in love. Oh, fuck off. And that's and everyone's like, oh, isn't this romantic? Oh, my God. No. Well, the way it's you've explained abusive. it, it sounds like a psychological thriller. <laughs> it is exactly. It's dark. <laughs> yeah. You could just swap the mood of the mm. film, and this would be an incredibly bleak. Yeah, yeah thriller psychological thriller yeah. horror of yeah. just one woman getting absolutely torn down gaslighted and then yeah. groomed into falling in love with a guy that yeah. isn't who he said he is and she yeah. finds out eventually that yeah. he's the same person yeah and I, I think she's angry I can't remember mm. but she yeah she must be <clears throat> yeah but she ends up with him yeah and he takes her business from she loses her bookstore so she loses her mom over again yeah based yeah. on what she said earlier on yeah and everyone's fine with it. Wow. And she's like, oh, I'm glad it was you online. Oh, I'm my like, God. No. She said, you reckon this should be called You've Got Nailed? <laughs> it should be just <laughs> taken off everything. <laughs> it is, no film has made me angrier. You're right. No film. And I've seen some <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, I can accept shit. I would rather watch Microwave Massacre every day for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. If it stops anyone watching You've Got Mail. Amazing. I hate it that much. <laughs> right, I start a poll. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes me angry. No, it makes me so angry. I'm going to have a sip of beer. Yep. I've derailed this podcast by about 40 minutes already. It's all good. And we should probably talk about the three Christmas films that we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, we're in a Christmas movie. Rather than the angriest week I've ever had. <laughs> right. Angry Christmas <laughs> films. <laughs> My pick this week is You've I'm Got so Mail. I'm sorry to everyone. <laughs> Fuck. I would watch it if it was picked for this. No, no, no I wouldn't but... pick it. <clears throat> yeah. Actually, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it. But uh, what's the theme then for this week? It's uh, favourite Christmas movies this week. Hey. 
although I'm not I'm not sure if we have picked our favourites. I have. I don't mm. know if you and Steve have. Though. I have, yeah. You definitely have. I was yeah. going to ask you about that. Yeah, it feels like Christmas every time I put this on and it's, yeah. We'll get oh, that's that. good then. Yeah, it's so definitely my Christmas, my favourite Christmas movie. I've picked It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. You've picked... I've picked The Holiday. And Steve has picked Jingle All The Way. Mm. Now, this isn't Steve's favourite Christmas film, but he did say last week he hasn't got a favourite Christmas film. Yeah. He's got six or seven that he really likes. Yeah. And he put them in a hat and pulled one out. Yeah. So, fair enough. <clears throat> yeah. It's close enough. Yeah, that's it. But I'm amazed that Home Alone isn't up there. Yeah, so am I. It's kind of a travesty, really. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I honestly thought I was in safe hands that if I picked It's a Wonderful... I thought if I pick Home Alone, no one's going to pick It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, of course. But if I pick It's a Wonderful Life... Somebody will pick Home Alone. Someone will pick Home Alone. And we did not. And then because we don't discuss anything, which is yeah. why we end up with some random shit. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't. We've got Jingle All The Way in the Holiday and yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mad to think that we've got through the whole month of December, which is Christmas-based, and not touched on Home Alone. <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. I love, I love Home Alone. Yeah. I'll be watching it Christmas Eve <laughs> every single year. Yeah, yeah. And I will be full of glee and giddy happiness <laughs> when I'm watching it because it's amazing. Although if you look at if you think about Home Alone from a if you take it out not being a kids film, yeah. Ramp up the blood a little bit. Yeah. Blatantly home invasion film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely on the horror spectrum. Yes, I was or it say. could be. Yep. Definitely. Shall we? I know we do it alphabetical normally, but shall we do Steve's first as he's not here? That's fine, yeah. Get it out of the way. Yep. (laughs) Why not? Uh, Now, Steve, as he did last time, he he, he didn't make it, sent me his notes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So just bear with me while I open it up. Jingle all the way. Plus it's Arnie as well, so you can't beat Arnie. No, no, physically you probably can't. No, you probably could now, but... I'd like to think... Now he's in his 70s, I'd be faster than him. Yeah. But he would still be massively stronger than oh, me. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. And cooler. Had such a massive crush on this guy in the 80s. Arnie? Yeah. Big man crush When you were Arnie. in the 80s? Uh, when... Or do you mean when you watch him in the 80s I now? When I watched him <laughs> acting in the 80s and all of his films and stuff, I was... Oh, <laughs> I was he's amazing. Say, we, were, we were five when we yeah, left I was the 80s. Say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just love all them. Old, I love the proper action movies from the 80s. Yeah. You can't beat them. Predator. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. The yeah. Terminators. Red Heat. Raw Deal. Oh, man. I've never heard of Raw Deal. Have you never heard of Raw Deal? I'm after doing Arnie. Oh, week. mate. <laughs> An Arnie Fortnite, because there's a lot. It's amazing. Anyway, yes, I've got Steve's uh, Jingle All The Way bits. 1996. Yep. I honestly thought this was an 80s film yeah. until I started watching it. And yeah. when I realised Anakin Skywalker was in it. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, that's it. This uh, isn't an 80s it looks film. looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Directed by Brian Levant who has also done Problem Child 2, Beethoven and the Flintstones. Haven't seen Problem Child 2, but Beethoven and the Flintstones I loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. The cast is Arnie as Howard, Sinbad as Myron, Phil Hartman as Ted, Rita Wilson as Liz, that real-life wife of uh, Tom Hanks. Yes. Unnecessary fact. Yep. You already know it. <laughs> and Jake Lloyd as Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jake Lloyd was Anakin Skywalker, wasn't he? That's yes. Jamie. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And then cameos from Jim Belushi, Vern Troyer, huh. and Paul White, aka The Big Show. I knew that was Vern Troyer. Yeah, me too. It's, it's yeah. the guy on the back of his head, isn't <clears throat> That's it? That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I looked at him and I thought, he looks really old, but then he's dressed like Santa, so he's going <laughs> to... Yeah. And I recognised The Big Show as well. Yeah. yeah. As as he, That's his eyes. As soon as he popped up and he was, I thought, yeah, look at the size of his hands. That is yeah. Big Show all day long, that is. <laughs> so, uh, Steve's synopsis. Which I've just realised I've not written the synopsis for It's a Wonderful Life, so I'll be stealing that again from Am- uh, Amazon. I am <laughs> Synopsis. A situation many a man have faced. 
I haven't. <laughs> Howard Langston finds himself scrambling around on Christmas Eve for a last-minute present, except this gift isn't for his wife, it is for his son, who he regularly disappoints. <laughs> <laughs> I've not read this before. The present he is looking for is this year's hottest toy, Turbo Man, which seems to be sold out everywhere. And his rating, his summary, is put, a silly, cheesy, and entertaining Christmas movie with the world's biggest action hero. Eight out of ten. Yep. So, uh... He's got some more stuff, but let's find out what we gave it first before I read what else he's put. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So what, what, what have you given it? Because well, I've got to find my notes now. Well, like you said about that, it, it's not happened to you before about running around looking for presents and stuff. I mean, if it wasn't for no. Nick, if it wasn't for Nick this year, I would be that guy on Christmas Eve running around looking for a PlayStation 5. Yeah, but that's for you. Only for myself. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been looking for one for ages. <laughs> yeah, but he's been amazing. I've got, shopped and got on me, Christmas found Eve. found me one, yeah. Because I quite like the hustle and bustle or yeah. used to I don't anymore but when I was in my 20s I used to quite like the Ferrari yeah. uh, being in the ball ring when it was yeah, I don't even, yeah, yeah. absolutely Manic. even full of people I, thought, <laughs> yeah. I used to get a bit of a rush out of it yeah yeah, yeah. but I, mean, I wouldn't do it now yeah of course but I'd already got the presents. I was just there for anything extra. Yeah, I don't even yeah, yeah, because yeah. apparently I'm a sadist yeah. and I liked crowds it's all, it's all a bonus <laughs> isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I was like oh Christmas people yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, so I gave it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, pretty similar. Um, I like this movie. It's full of cheese, obviously. Comedy, Arnie. Uh, it's, the only thing that I struggled with was towards the end when it got really corny, when he um, he just got really, really... It, it went over the cheese meter for me. <laughs> <laughs> and when he started flying around with his jetpack and going into the buildings. And, yeah, what and was I that thought, real? I thought, oh, come on. <laughs> I, know, I know it's like... I know it's a fun Christmas movie anyway, yeah, but I was yeah, just yeah. like, you didn't have to do that. So it lost a few points on that for me, like it always does. But um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the last sort of sequence of the film, I'm like, for God's sake. Have you seen this before then? Yeah, I've seen it loads of times, okay. yeah. This is my first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't like it. Oh, didn't you? No, yeah. no, I didn't like it at all. Like it <laughs> oh, yeah. I, just, I understand why people do like it, and this is not a knock yeah. on anyone that does like it. I mean. I found the whole thing weirdly, in. I'm going to say in bad taste. Hmm. And I don't mean it in... No, I do. There's bits of it that are in bad taste. There's two gags in particular yep. in the film. I'm going to say horrible words in a minute. I don't, I don't. It's not a personal thing, but it's what it says. So right at the end of the film, you know when Booster yes. gets kicked off the, <laughs> yeah. the thing off the and the kids thing. start giving him a bit of a kick in? Yeah. Which yeah. is funny. Yeah. But one of them shouts fag. Oh, did him. they? Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking weird for oh, a no, kids' film. I didn't pick up on that. I was like, that kind of sat with me wrong. Yeah, I don't know mean. And then there's the bit where they're wrestling over the, or they're fighting over the, the lottery balls yes. to get the Turbo Man toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Myron, I think he's he gets the ball taken off him by Arnie. Yeah. And he shouts, it's my ball, Rodney King, Rodney King. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Like, then that just seems, again, in bad taste, Right. Four years after Rodney King got brutalised by the LA police. Oh, shit. It seems... I was just like... It's oh, just no sitting with me weird. Yeah. I did pick up and on that, that. The film... That didn't... Wouldn't necessarily ruin the entire film for me. Because, again, it's 25... Fucking hell. 25 <laughs> years old. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. And the 90s, although we lived through the 90s, the 90s are very, very different yeah. place to what they are now. Probably 10 years ago, it's a very, very, very different place to what we are yeah, now. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think the fun parts of the film made up for those two instances mm. and then 
the the rest of the film just kind of it kind of bored me. Right, okay. Whether yeah, yeah. it's because I haven't watched it as a kid. Yeah. And I find this a lot with kids' films that I watch as an adult, unless it's a Pixar film. Yeah. Because they are spectacular nine times out of ten. Right. I always feel a bit flat with them. Like Explorers right. that I was talking about last week. Yeah. I did the same with Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And they're not offensive. Mm. But, well, David Bowie's massive wang in Labyrinth <laughs> yeah. borderlines it. But, <laughs> but I didn't like really like them either. But I yeah. think it's because I'm watching them for the first time as a guy in his 30s. I don't mean. Nearly 40s. <laughs> yeah. As we both turned 38 this week. Yes, we did. <laughs> Happy birthday, us. Happy birthday. But necessarily camp. Why was everyone attracted to Ted? I know what you mean though, yeah. Yeah, as soon as he came on the screen, started doing all this sort of stuff and he was like saying, oh, this, that and the other, I'll come and do this. And she's like, yeah. oh, Ted, can you come around mine and fix this for me? And he's just, <laughs> he's just like, oh, I'm so fed up of all these women. I'm like, what? Even yeah. he like, looks at me and was like, is he fucking serious? Why are they attracted to this guy? He was so <laughs> creepy. And I know that he's meant to be creepy. That's not a negative. I think yeah, Phil yeah. Hartman played that yeah. ridiculously well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hated Ted. Yeah. I didn't like... I didn't really like Arnie's character in it either. Right. I didn't like the fact that it was resolved by... The film was resolved by kind of an accident. Yeah, yeah. In that he's let his son down time and time again. But he's fell into the suit and... He's, yeah, and he's yeah. just fortuitously got in his place where he ends up being Turbo Man. So yeah. no... Nothing he's done <laughs> yeah. other than existing you got more in chance, a place. Yeah, you've got more chance of winning the lottery yeah. Than, yeah, than getting that role. And I get yeah. that if you're watching this without really thinking about it or looking at it with any kind of criticisms, yeah, it doesn't matter. There's a load of films that I probably love yeah. that coincidences take place. Yeah. But when you're already at that point fairly indifferent <laughs> about the film and a bit bored, yeah. I think the negatives stand out much I know, man. Stronger than in a film that I'm like, oh, I love this. I can hand wave that. Yeah, I know, man. But I didn't love it, so I didn't hand wave it. I'm moaning yeah. about it instead. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Yeah. So it's just some of the quotes in it were making me laugh as well because. Um, oh, there's some good gags. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when Ted was saying, um, it's going to get icy tonight. You're going to have to wrap some chains around your tyres. <laughs> and I just sort of mutters, maybe I should wrap some chains around you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that bit made me laugh. <laughs> Okay. And obviously when he's on the phone to his, he's trying to ring his wife, doesn't he, in the house and he, Ted picks up oh, like the sleeves yeah. that he is and he's like eating the cookies yeah. and he just shouts on the payphone in the middle of the street, put the cookies down. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve wrote that down. I noticed it when I was doing the, it's the so synopsis funny. bit. The first bit of his put review. Put the cookie down now. <laughs> Ted is perfectly played and very annoying. His scenes are fun. Put the cookie down. <laughs> oh man, well, even like Sinbad. I mean, Sinbad was quite funny as well when he's... um. I think at one point, what does he say now? Oh, no, no, sorry, that's James Belushi. He says to him, uh, it's 300 for the doll. And he's like, 300? 300 what dollars? And he went, no, chocolate kisses. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. <laughs> that made me laugh so much. I did genuinely laugh at that. There were little bits, there were bits that I found fun, which is why I've given it a four, not, yeah, like, yeah. not a one. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I know. Mean. But I don't think I'll watch it again. And yeah. I know that Hannah thinks it's shit. Yeah. And apparently Becky does as well. Yeah. <laughs> they both hate it because I was watching it when they were upstairs working. Right. And they were both like, what did you think? It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit, isn't it? <laughs> and he's like, is that, bad of a, is that bad of a dad and a husband? Because he even, he even forgets to get his wife a present at the end. And she's like, well, you went through all this trouble to get him this, but I'm just wondering what you got me. Oh, and then he was like, I glossed over that completely. <laughs> and, and the camera like zooms into him and he's like, panic. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I thought was quite funny, but I'm like, you're such a shit. He is, and what, <laughs> his job, he was like a mattress salesman, weren't he? Do you know, I don't even know. 
I'm sure. And, and I'm I know sure that everybody was his best customer. <laughs> oh yeah, that made me laugh as well. You're my best customer. You're my best customer. <laughs> oh, and that's it. And this isn't anything to do with the film. This is me slagging off America now. Yeah. The systems there, not America. Yeah. The he had to do a drink driving test. Okay. You know where he's doing saying the alphabet and walking up and oh, down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that and that happens a lot in films and American TV shows? Mm. Is that legitimately? An American, I don't know, like drink driving thing. That I've, if you fail that, I've they seen think it. You might be drunk. I've seen it in a lot of films where yeah, you have to walk too. the line and put your finger on your nose and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and do the yeah and do all that. I've seen it in a hell of a lot of films. Even Bridesmaids, I think he pulls her over in that, yeah. and she does that, and she starts dancing and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I've thought that. Yeah. Same. Is, is, is and it I real always or? think, is this just a movie thing that's kind of took yeah. traction? Yeah. Or is that something that if you're in America yeah. and they think you drink driving... I'm pretty confident that you have to do, Yeah, a completely <laughs> yeah. 100% pointless thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. For someone to say, you're drunk. You're yeah. Like, no, I just fell over, you melon. Yeah, exactly. Melon. You melon. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that a police officer couldn't say, oh, okay, you've walked the straight line, then let them go, and then they end up killing someone. Yeah. Without just, doing a breathalyzer. I don't so. know what the... Uh, the kind of the system there is, yeah. but I always see it and it always, <laughs> yeah, I find it weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, yeah, but yeah, like I say, um, I've also I written liked... down, oh, sorry, assault course humorous, and I put no. less keen on the pedo gag, yeah, and I didn't write down what it was, so I can't remember what it was. Um, is that when he grabs the ball out of the girl's mouth and all the moms start hitting him with the bag? Yes, yeah, I like that and bit. in the ball pit. I yeah. think there's a lot of things. That's what I think. There's just too many bits in this that were kind of in bad taste. Yeah, for me. But the thing is, though, that wasn't even the winning ball, which is why I thought, well, no. why, why didn't he just stop in the store and just rob somebody that's got a ball? <laughs> He's big enough. <laughs> he um, is big enough. He can do what he wants. Really, yeah. he shouldn't have to chase a ball like around the whole of um, Ankerside. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, end up getting it from a good little girl's mouth. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't particularly like that bit. Yeah. I just, yeah. There's just a lot of this that was in bad taste. Yeah. I get one of my favourite parts of it. Sorry, I know you were going to say something. That's what. Well, I think it was written by Christopher Columbus, but I might be wrong. Yes, I think it was. Yeah. I like a lot of Columbus films. Yeah. As we said, Gremlins last week, week I think it was. Last yeah, week, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. talking about Gremlins. Yeah. No, the week before. Because it was controversial ones last week. Was it? Yeah, it was Die Hard and. Of course it was. Kiss, kiss Bang Bang. Last week. Of course it Gremlins was. was the week before. Jesus, come fast. I know. <laughs> So, so I like Christopher Columbus films. I I don't mind the the kind of the script in this. Yeah. Overall, I think there's little bad taste bits in it. Yeah. But I like the fact that it's a kind of criticism on if you look deeper. Yeah. On <clears throat> how fucking nuts like consumerism and yeah. all that kind of bullshit at Christmas is. I, I like the fact that it's him saying this is ridiculous. Yeah. This whole setup is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that bit about it. I like the fact it could get a bit deeper. <laughs> yeah. It barely did, but it mm. could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the scene where the um, where Sinbad had the bomb, <laughs> and he was threatening the police with it. <laughs> and then when he, that was so random. And then the guy was like smelling the box, and then, <laughs> and then he said, "I've been yeah. in the bomb squad for like twelve years." <laughs> yeah, this isn't the bomb. <laughs> and then he goes off, and then the cop was like, "How many years did he say he was in the in the bomb squad for?" <laughs> that just made me laugh. Yeah, that did make me laugh. As well. I quite liked Sinbad in it. Yeah. 
I think he was over the top. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So over the top. Yeah, yeah. And he, he grabs that woman out of the crowd and like, strangles her right at the very beginning. He's doing that bit of a speech, isn't he? And he says, oh, oh these yeah. kids these kids are getting you like to go find a bit of plastic and all sorts. Yeah. He just grabs this woman out of the crowd, just strangles her and starts shaking her. I was like, I think- oh, my God. Just before he did that, his speech was probably my favourite little snippet of the yeah. of the film because that was kind of what the message of the film was. But yeah, yeah. he did. He just he just went insane. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, Steve's put on his uh, on his thing. He's put a little thing about that. Apparently, Sinbad improvised yeah. the majority of his lines. Oh wow! Which meant that Arnie then had to improvise a lot of his oh, responses. Oh wow, that's amazing! Because Sinbad was just going off on one. <laughs> that's brilliant. I suppose I don't know who Sinbad is really. He's just a. Is he a comedian? I know he's I guess so. fucking big. He's yeah. tall, isn't he? So yeah, he's, he's a big geezer. Basketball player, maybe? or Yeah, could be. Yeah, maybe. But I, I, yeah, whoever he is. <laughs> yeah. I did I did quite enjoy him in this. He was a bit over the top, but yeah. I thought he was fun. I also wigged um, to when I realised it was James Belushi again. And I was like, oh shit, they've been in Red Heat together. And I was like, wow. Yeah, that's that. but obviously Red Heat was before... What was the film you said earlier that I hadn't heard of? Raw Deal. Raw Deal. I was going to say, you said Red Heat. I was yeah. I've heard of Red Heat. Raw I Deal, always yeah. remember Red Heat, Raw Deal, Red Sonja, because when oh, I Red was... Sonja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was um, going to Blockbusters, obviously many moons ago, there was a a DVD combo thing there, and it was them three films all in one pack. And I'm sure there was... A, I think it was Total Recall in the other one. The three R's. Yeah. Triple R. <laughs> yeah, Triple R. Triple R and T. Yeah, I'm sure Total Recall was in there <laughs> oh, as well. Oh, Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. Four films in one disc or something ridiculous. I was like, ah, oh, that. Yeah, you used to get them sort of, th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. sort of deals. I think I had the first three Underworlds on one disc. Yes. Yeah, yeah. one double-sided... Double-sided disc, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DVD. Oh, no, Play, play Side B. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think... Oh, Once Upon a Time in America, maybe? Yes. I'm sure that was... I think I've said this before. Halfway um, through the film. Yeah. Please turn over. Yeah, yeah. From DVD. Which, yeah, from which I rented <laughs> from Blockbusters. Yeah. And then I went and watched that one because that's all they put in there. And there was a feather scene in a mill and somebody got shot and I was like, oh, and then ended, please put disc B in. And then I was like, well, Blockbusters is shut. <laughs> so I can't see it. And there was no, like, I think that was before internet. <laughs> oh. Well, good internet anyway. Obviously before streaming services. Finishing on the cliffhanger. I was like, for God's sake. Amazing. <laughs> I think I'm pretty much kind of done. I'm mean, That's I'm me all done on that one. Jingle all the way. Yep. I've not written much down, which probably says a lot. <laughs> I did, but I fucking hate Ted. Ew, creepy. <laughs> yeah, he's proper creepy, man. And yeah, I didn't like him one bit. Oh, there's a song in it, Backdoor yep. Santa, by okay. Clarence Carter, when yeah. uh, he goes in to get the $300 Turbo Man from right. the Shifty Santas. Great song. Yeah, yeah. I recommend people listen to that at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's got a creepy name, <laughs> but the song's good. Okay, cool. Also, sorry, um, Ted, in real life, um, he's actually dead. Yes, I know. I think his yeah. wife killed him. Really? Yeah. I read uh, the only reason I know he's dead is because I was reading a review on Letterboxd, mm. and it said uh, R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's dead, but I didn't look any further into it. Yeah, I, th- I think his wife um, murdered him. I don't know how, don't know why, obviously, know, but, but yeah. I'm not going to speculate on it, but I'm blatantly going to look it up. Okay, oh. so we've just had a a quick break, which we never talk about, but we've swapped drinks now, and I want to ask Matt to uh, say what whiskey we're now drinking. Yeah. Normally so, we don't um, drink more than one drink. <laughs> no. Um, so it's my favourite brewer. Brewer? Distiller? Distiller. <laughs> yep. Um, it's Highland Park in Orkney. And Elaine got me a 15-year-old called Viking Heart. And it's the smoothest whiskey I've ever, ever had in my life. I'm a 
Just about to have my first sip. Mm. Ooh, we can do it on, on mic. Yes. How amazing. exciting. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I swallowed that wrong. <laughs> it's genuinely really nice. Yeah, it's warming, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's warming, it's not harsh, and it I, goes down the treat. <laughs> as I always do with things like this, tastes like whiskey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it was just saying, coffee tastes like coffee. <laughs> Beer tastes like beer. Whiskey yeah. tastes like whiskey. I yeah. can't pick out notes <laughs> yeah. at all. Like, I'm hint, hint of tangerine shards, what we just said. Yeah. yeah. If it doesn't burn my throat, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> and it hasn't burned my throat, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so that's mm. Jingle All The Way. Yeah. Knocked on the head, I reckon. Yeah, pretty much. Shall we do It's A Wonderful Life next? Yes, let's. I need to get IMDB up. Okay. Because I've already forgotten that I was supposed to do that earlier and didn't. Mm-hmm. So I've... Oh, I've got, I've got to get to my right page on my notes as well. Cool. Jesus Christ. I went on to the second page making notes on this, which yep. I never do. doesn't mean it's going to be any longer because a lot mm. of them are always shit, <laughs> pointless. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> okay, so it's a wonderful life from 1946. The yep. quintessential, to me, Christmas film. Mm. Directed by Frank Capra, who was one of the uh, early big boy directors yep. in... In Hollywood, I think he's a, I think he's an Italian guy. Mm. I think he's a Sicilian, actually. Ooh. I wonder, I wonder if he had links to the mob. He's actually sleeping with the fishes. Yeah, because he was around in our era. Mm. <laughs> he was born in like 1900 or something. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's done it. It's a wonderful life, obviously. Uh, it happened one night. Mister Smith goes to Washington. Mister Deed goes to town. He's done a lot of a, uh, a lot of big, well, well received films, kind yeah. of in the, the 30s and the 40s. Oh, apparently he died at 94 in 1991. Oh. He did well. Yeah, I was going to say. And his stars, James Stewart as George Bailey, Donna Reed as Mary Hatch, Lionel Barrymore as the evil Mr. Potter, <laughs> Thomas Mitchell as Uncle Billy, Henry Travers as Clarence, and oh, oh actually there's quite a lot of big names in this, hmm. Beulah Bondi as Mrs. Bailey, who interestingly, and this isn't anything I've written down, it's just coming to my head because I know yeah. it, that's uh, George's mum. Mm-hmm. She was only nine years older than James Stewart when they did this. Oh, no way. Because Jimmy Stewart was in his 40s and spent most of it playing a 20-year-old. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Frank Phelan as Ernie, Gloria Graham as Violet, and Ward Bond as Bert. Mm-hmm. I will say this. H.B. Warner as Mr. Gower. Let's call, let's call it time there. I, mm-hmm. There's so many names and cast that I recognise. I want to read them all out, but I probably yeah. shouldn't. So the synopsis, I've stolen from uh, IMDb. An angel is sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated businessman by showing him what life would have been like if he'd never existed. Mm. Now, this is my favourite Christmas film, obviously, as I've yep. picked it for favourite Christmas film week. So I've clearly given it a 10 out of 10. Okay. Because it's awesome. <clears throat> I'm, I've literally no idea what you'll give it. I think you'll fall one way or the other. Yep. So I'm, uh, I know what Steve's giving it because I've got his score, <laughs> but I'm going to... No, I'll do Steve's first. Okay, that's cool. Well, I won't touch my phone, so um, you know I'm not blagging my rating. <laughs> oh, I know you wouldn't anyway. So Steve, I'll read the whole thing out, actually, because he's only given a little bit about this. Okay. Well, about the holiday and It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. He's given it six out of ten. Okay. Which I was uh, I was quite happy about, because I honestly thought you'd both hate it. Right. Uh, I enjoyed this more than I expected, and I watched it in black and white, exclamation mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't really feel like a Christmas story until the end, though, which I agree with. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's definitely a Christmas film, but the first two thirds aren't really Christmas. Well, they're not Christmas. Yeah, I picked up on that a little bit. Uh, 
but it does have plenty of feel good going on and resolves around family. Yeah. There were parts that were very theatrical in its acting, but it's a lot more moderate than I thought it would be, mm-hmm. which is which I was pleased about. Yeah. yeah, I'll agree with that as well. I think that's a an era thing. The thirties, forties and fifties, probably yeah. up until the seventies, acting is a lot more a kind of on stage style of acting. Yeah. Whereas I mean, now man. it's a lot more based in reality. You can mask things these days, can't you, with CGI and No, not even so much that. It's if you're filming someone now, nine mm. times out of ten, they're acting realistically. Right. Whereas in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And that's not the, the, the best example because it's a little bit more real in that. Yeah. But there's a lot more... Like flamboyant like when, Yeah, like when George yeah. is running down the street. Yeah. Waving his arms around. People don't do that. I know you mean. And the holiday actually is the beginning of that. It's a bit of a throwback to it. Right, yeah, yeah. But anyways, I've just gone off on one again. Uh, the part where Mary loses her gown and hides in the bush particularly tickled me thanks to George's response I yes. do like that a bit myself <laughs> young James Stewart reminds me a little of my granddad when he was young which yep. gave the film a warmer reception for me immediately mm. I now wish I'd have met Steve's granddad because I fucking love Jimmy Stewart yeah film dealt with a fairly dark and sadly frequent topic which I had no idea what was the f- what the film was actually about yeah which is true it's not this it, it's bleak for a good yeah 75% of this film is dark yeah or sad Mm-hmm. Mr. Potter is horrible and reminded me of Mr. Waternoose from Monsters Inc. Yeah. <laughs> See attached photo. <laughs> and then he sent a photo of Mr. Mr. Waternoose. <laughs> obviously, you know who he is. Yes, but... <laughs> it is. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's that's Steve. He gave it a six out of ten, and I'll just read everything out in one go. Sound. <sighs> I genuinely. I don't so, know why I'm nervous. So here we are. <laughs> I, I shouldn't care. But I do care. I care what people I like think about things that I like. Yeah. So here we are. Um. Rating first? Go straight in? Uh, whatever you think's best. Whatever, yeah. whatever you want to torture me or... Okay. Um, I gave this an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> well, I absolutely oh. loved it. Yeah, it was... Um, I've written about it. It was a very deep movie. It makes you realise that life could be a lot worse and and never yeah. take anything for granted. And mm. yeah, just an amazing ending as well. And I actually cried at the end. I was wondering if... Because I don't cry at films normally. And yeah. You do a lot more than I do. Yeah. You do and I don't. Yeah. But there's certain films where, if I did, I know that I would go. And yeah. the end of this is one. Yes. There's definitely. a bit midway through as well where him and his wife are about to go on their honeymoon. Yes. And they can't go because mm. they need to spend all of their honeymoon cash on, on people. On the people. Yeah. yeah. That nearly, that honestly nearly gets me. Because I'm yeah. like, this is yeah. horrible mm. and heartwarming. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I mean, I watched it in black and white as well. Um, it's probably the first black and white film I've watched all the way through. Oh. And I got on with it really well. But I watched it on IMDb, IMDb TV. Oh, yeah. The so, adverts free with adverts, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So every sort of like 25 minutes, there was like a three minute advert, but it was colour. So I was like, hey, <laughs> a bit more splash of colour. And then <laughs> it went back to black and white again. I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> so it was like a starter pack for black and white films, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm really glad you liked it. That's really, pretty, yeah. that's really cheered me up. Yeah. I was going to well, say, yeah, it was sad, but. It, it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it, yeah. Um, the first words out of my mouth when it came on was like, holy shit, this is old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's 80 years old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I went in it not knowing years old. not knowing anything. I didn't watch a trailer and I didn't read the synopsis, so mm. I did not have a clue that an angel was going to turn up and old Clarence, what a darling he was. Yeah, Clarence <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> but when he was on the bridge, I, mean, I know we're skipping to the end, but when he was on the bridge and I thought, what's he doing? Looking, and he jumped in. I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I was like, what's he doing? And like, he wasn't in danger. And then all of a sudden I twigged and I was like, ah, oh, he's Clarence. doing this to prevent <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I loved it. Oh, 
I'm genu- genuinely pleased. I've yeah. now forgotten everything I was going to say. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have watched it if you didn't put it on this on this list. And mm. I would have shied away from it if you would have recommended it normally. But if I'm forced to watch it through this, I think that's why. Then, yeah. I, th- I think even regardless, so <laughs> if we never if we never get any more than like the fifty people that listen, yeah. I would still carry on doing this because it forces me to watch yeah. stuff that I wouldn't watch. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because I know the films that we've got coming up next month mm. and there's, I think, all of Steve's and two of yours I haven't watched. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I think a good chunk I haven't seen as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm quite looking forward to seeing them. There's some big films in that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the, in the, in the future weeks. Yep. I'd forgotten, and I think this is because I watch it I used to watch it every year. I've not seen it probably the last two Christmases. Yeah. For various circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten how grim yep. the first 75% of this film is. Because yeah. all that, when it ends, you're left with such a kind of euphorically warm feeling. Because mm-hmm. it's all gone well. Everyone's yep. happy. Clarence gets his wings. Yeah. George realizes that he matters. Yeah. This despite is it, yeah. spending his entire life thinking he doesn't. His family yep. are happy. The town are happy. Everyone's really pleased. Mm-hmm. And that's the feeling I take away from it. And, my- and then every time I watch it again, yeah. I f- I, it reminds me that the first, a lot of this film, a good three quarters of it, yeah. are really fucking bleak. It's just life yeah, kicking George Bailey around. Yeah, pretty much. Time and time again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he starts off as a, quite an, op- and Jimmy Stewart, I think it was 42 when he played this character. Yeah. And I think at the oldest in the film, he's about 36. Right. <laughs> But he, uh, he starts off as this really like... Oh, no, he starts off as a kid, doesn't kid. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. He's Start- with his brother, isn't he, on the ice lake? Yeah, starts yeah. off as a kid. His brother falls in some ice. Yeah. He jumps in to get him. George ends up going deaf in one ear after mm. saving his brother. <laughs> yeah. But he does save his brother's life, so that's one good thing that he's done. Yeah. That would have been grim then, if he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Then it cuts to him as a 20-year-old, 21-year-old, and he's really bright, really optimistic. He's got yep. his life planned out. He's going to travel around Europe, yep. travel around the world, see all these places. Actually, before that, doesn't he work in the medicine store? Oh, he does, yeah. Yeah, because I remember because he got a clout, didn't he, around the back, well, <laughs> yeah. around the ear, and his ear was bleeding, because I've even written what a, what a sweet kid. Like, yeah, even he's when he's nice... getting his ear waxed and bleeding, he still wants to console the old guy because he's lost his son. I was like, holy shit, this is so yeah. fucking sad. Yeah, so yeah, so he's about 12, maybe, and his yeah, boss has like lost that. his son. Yeah. Oh, because that's the poison bit, isn't it? Because he changes yeah. the poison pills because he knew yeah. he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, which he is realizes significant. he's a pharmacist, I think. Anyway. Yeah, that's Druggist, him. as they call him in this, which is yeah. an odd word nowadays. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so George swaps the drugs over. Yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't deliver the drugs. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Comes back, yeah. his boss realizes that he hadn't delivered the drugs. Yeah. Just wallops him around the side <laughs> of the head yeah. in grief. And yeah. Like, Fuck me. Yeah. George's ear starts bleeding. That's the ear he's yeah. gone deaf in. Yeah. <laughs> so that's horrible. That's it. George is crying, yeah. his eyes, crying his eyes out because yeah. he's trying to help his boss. Yeah. And his boss realises what he's done and it kind yeah. of, it's, all, it's all okay in the end. It's just an expression of grief. But he tries the poison, doesn't but, he, the druggist? He like blots it in yeah. his mouth and he's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> quite a, a weirdly sweet moment at the end of that even though he's just punched a child in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what you mean. But again, I've got... <laughs> It's 1946. Yeah. And it's not shown as that's a good thing. Yeah, I know It's mean, clearly yeah. shown as that's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then he's older. <laughs> he's a teenager or early 20s. Yeah. He's got his life planned out before. He knows what he wants to do. He wants to go to Europe, travel around. Yeah. Come back, go to school, mm. become an architect, I think is his, uh, yeah. his kind of dream. And then his dad dies. Mm. And his dad owns like a small business and housing yeah. loan company or something. I don't really... What's it called? 
housing and bonds. Yeah, or something, something like that. Along yeah, the, along, along those lines. Yeah, that keeps people that don't want to go to Mr. Potter, mm-hmm. who owns everything else in the town. Yeah, loads of slums, loads of horrible houses. Yeah, George Bailey or George Bailey's dad owns a company that means people can go there to get money for housing. Yeah, without having to go to this loan shark arsehole dickhead. Mm-hmm. George dies. The loan shark guy sweeps in, immediately tries to buy it, <laughs> shut it down, whatever. Mm. Not George dies. Peter, George's dad dies. Yeah, yeah. This loan shark comes in, tries to sh- shut it down, and then George is in this situation now where. He can't leave mm. to go to school or to go to Europe because he's got to take on his dad's job. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, the entire town gets shafted. <laughs> Pretty much. It's yeah, literally, yeah. and it's a really, and it's silly mm. if you think about it too much. It's one man that is standing <laughs> like a superhero. Yeah, in front of a corporate. Between, <laughs> yeah. yeah, between an entire town being destitute mm-hmm. and an entire town being fine <laughs> it all hinges on george bailey apparently it's equivalent to me having a little little convenience store standing in front of the john lewis is just shut down and go no aldi will not be here yeah <laughs> <laughs> but and he does it so well during the and there's and that just kind of carries on there's loads of different things where george thinks he's going to get something for himself yeah and then circumstances out of his hands conspire yeah to kick him up the ass yeah yeah and he never <laughs> gets anything for himself. And as mm. the film goes on, he starts to unravel a little bit. Yeah. Culminating in him. Yeah. Trying to <laughs> fight his uncle. Mm. Oh God, yeah. Then screaming at his kids. Mm. Knocking the shit out of his Christmas decorations. Yeah. <laughs> physically kicking one of them over. Yeah, yeah. He pushed that um, like that bridge model as well, didn't he? He yeah. pushed that over, yeah. Yeah, he, he boots that. Yeah. Properly. <laughs> and he's a big guy, uh, Jim, Jimmy Stewart. He's yeah. not broad, but yeah. he's like six foot four or something. He's bigger yeah. than I am. Yeah. And he just unloads. His kids are really upset. His wife's really upset. He abused the teacher as well, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he abuses his kids' threatened, teacher. He threatened her husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then sees her husband later on and gets punched in the face by him. <laughs> yeah. And he's just... And out of context, if you've just seen that one scene, yeah. you'd think George Bailey was a horrible person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've seen an hour and ten minutes of... A mountain of shit piling on him, yeah. Yeah, of yeah, George yeah. Bailey just getting the world, crushing him down and yeah, down, so, yeah. down and down and down until yeah. eventually he snaps, as all people would. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Jimmy Stewart... And this, I think this is why the film works so much for me. It's a fairly... It's a cheesy film. It's fairly cliched. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't back then, but it is now. Yeah. But his performance is brilliant yeah it is i really like jimmy stewart i've seen a few of his films i think he's a really good actor yeah you have to kind of get past the fact that it's it is theatrical yeah he's got an odd voice yeah i mean <laughs> but just everything on his face you can that kind of look of fake happiness into sorrow <laughs> yeah that just crosses a crosses across <laughs> his face yeah yeah dozens of times during this he's brilliant it's so yeah. it tugs on your heartstrings yeah definitely yeah yeah I mean, to, like you said about from when he got punched in the bar to where he was earlier on in the film when he was, um, there was a, a dance um, 
where there was a swimming pool underneath them on, on the dance floor. Yes. And there was like a child, there was all dancing Charleston. I thought, oh God, I absolutely love that scene. Yeah. Because when I went to New Orleans, um, that song was being played by a band called um, Smoking Time Jazz Club. Really? Yeah. And as soon as I heard it, oh, I was wow. like, holy shit. I've heard, <laughs> obviously, I've heard the band playing it live in the streets of New Orleans. That's and everyone nice. just goes mad dancing like Charleston. I thought, this is so familiar. <laughs> it's really, really good. Oh, that's really cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And um, it's, it's it's basically like, um, it's called the fuck it dance, isn't it? <laughs> you, you just do what you want. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just move your arms, yeah. Just just kick kick your legs out, just spin round. It's whatever. Just move roughly yeah, in time, yeah. having fun. That's it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's the only dance I think I could be moderately okay. At. <laughs> yeah, but I loved it when uh, the pool bit opened and they were dancing right towards the edge, and then they were always going whoa, and they <laughs> yeah. just carried on. And then when they finally fell in, I was like, holy shit. Um, I, I, I don't think I realised it was a pool at first. I thought it was just open and there was nothing underneath. I thought, this is going to get sinister. And oh, then obviously yeah. when they landed in the pool and then there's the old guy that made me laugh and he's trying to tell them to stop and he's just, oh, to hell with it and just jumps in himself. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, what a ledge. And everyone just piles into That's the it, yeah, pool. they all just jump in the pool. I was like, this is a brilliant scene. I love the fact when they're dancing, Jimmy Stewart, <laughs> so George and... Is he, oh, is he dancing with Mary or Violet at that he's point? He's with he's Mary, with Mary yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both fall in. Neither <laughs> of them miss a beat and pop up yeah. from being underwater, yeah. still dancing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And Mary, by the way, is so fucking pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Oh, Donna Reed, is it? Is yeah, it? Donna Reed, Lloyd yeah. Graham's father. Man, she's pretty. Yeah, Donna Reed is a... Yeah. Well, I'd I say was attractive. I assume she's dead. Yeah, she is. I was going to say, I would guess everyone is, because this is... Yeah. The kids, his kids might not be. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they were not. young. They'd probably be like 50, maybe, 60, something like that. No, 46, it's 75 years oh, ago. Oh, of course, mate. yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do, you know, I was talking earlier about the White Reindeer. Yeah. The first thing I wrote down when I was watching it was this film's 50 years old. Mm -hmm. And then I realised that, oh, 2002 <laughs> was 50 years after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's now 2022. Holy all but shit. Two weeks. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, it's fucking 70 years old, which oh makes this 75 God. years old. That's insane. It's just weird because I still think of the 90s like. Oh, it was like 10 years ago, whatever. Like, because you just hear the 90s and you go, oh, yeah, I know the 90s. <laughs> yeah, me too. You don't realise it's 30 years ago. Fucking And even saying it is like, it can't be. <laughs> no, it can't be. No. I... But we are 38, so it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I... It's insane. I want to find out how to make time not linear for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you mean. Because yeah, it's just... not linear. We just experience it linear. <laughs> I want to find out how to experience it not I want to find um, I want to find a black hole somewhere and then I've got more time to watch films <laughs> yeah. and, re and read books and, and try whiskeys <laughs> there's oh, just too amazing. much shit to do and not enough time to do it if there's anyone out there listening this is a very long shot mm. that is a vampire <laughs> yeah but not like one of the creepy <laughs> horrible vampires yeah one of the more modern kind of <laughs> sexy vampires that's it yeah <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> if you're an horrible one, if you look like yeah. the first out of Buffy, no. <laughs> Go away. You're gross. Yeah. But if you look like, if you're a Brad Pitt or an Edward Cullen. Yes. Eh, yeah. Get in touch. Knock on. I'm a good, I'm a good pumper, apparently. <laughs> I've been told at the, uh, the town hall, giving blood. <laughs> He's a good pumper. I'm a good pumper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm diabetic, so mine will be very, very savoury. <laughs> Very savoury blood. Especially after this whiskey. It's got uh, it's got shards of cinnamon in it, apparently. Yeah, this is going to drop my sugar levels even more. That's oh, what whiskey man. does. Yeah, so if you want, uh, yeah. if you want a starter, yeah. Yeah. come my way. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, it's wonderful life. Yeah, wonderful life. Why was there a raven in the bank? 
I think that was his. Was that his pet? Been his pet, yeah. Oh, okay, because I noticed... never explained it. It's yeah. just there. And I noticed there was a squirrel as well. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. what was all the wildlife doing in this bank? <laughs> I, I don't know. I assume it's just to maybe to make them look less corporate. I don't know. It's a really yeah. weird. One. Yeah, more but relatable. Yeah, it's constantly there's just a, a, a raven wandering around. Yeah, yeah, it just, just appears. And then there's like a, a squirrel on, on the uncle's chest. And I was like, oh, okay. He hasn't even gone like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's just there. Yeah, it's just there. Yeah. It's part of Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's squirrel. <laughs> oh, man. And um, sorry, the, the bit when he's divvying the money out and everyone's like shouting at him. He's like, no, 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 I've got 300 in here. I've got 300. And he's like, well, all right. Uh, how about you settle for 20? And he's like, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But that first guy insists on taking $242. Yes, that's it, yeah. Out yeah. of George's honeymoon money. Yeah. Because that first guy is obviously a knob. Yes. And then there's a couple of other people that he convinces to come down. And that one woman that walks up, and yeah. she asks for $17.50. Yeah, and he that's just it, kisses yeah. Her. That's it, yeah. So that's a really good scene. That was really brilliant, like that one. I want my $17. <laughs> yeah. Plus, that, sorry. That's all right. Carry on. I was going to say, that whole kind of, that whole scene where he's giving his honeymoon money away. Yeah. And then when he leaves, yeah. And they've got $2 left. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been told at this point, if they're not still in business at six o'clock that night, yeah. They'll get shut down. So he puts all of his personal money into, into his business yeah. over the course of one day. Yeah. To give people the money that they need. And he's mm-hmm. got $2 left in yeah. the business coffers at the end at six o'clock. <laughs> and he walks home. Oh, no, he doesn't walk home. He gets a call saying, go to this mm. dilapidated house. That's it. Where his wife, new wife, literally that day or the day before, yeah, yeah, yeah. the copper and the taxi driver yeah. have turned it into a really like shabby, but well-meaning yeah. hotel experience because they've lost their honeymoon. Yeah. I just thought that was really nice. There's so many nice bits in this film. <laughs> yeah, man. just make you feel yeah. happy. Also. Kind of gleeful. Taxi driver and police officer, as if they were called fucking Bert and Ernie. Yes. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. I've Towards never the end, noticed. I was saying Bert, because obviously nobody recognised him. He was hey, like, Bert. Bert. Oh, Ernie. I was like, fucking Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> I've just read their names out, I think, next to each other. I couldn't on, believe on the, it. On the list. Yeah. He just I, made I me laugh noticed. my ass off and I was like, no way. I've seen this probably a dozen times <laughs> and I've never noticed his Bert and Ernie. And now I want to know if that's where Bert and Ernie came from. Yeah, this is what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious! Um, <laughs> I like the um, I like the bit when the guy offers his hand out for a tip or something. He's in the building. He's pissing it down with rain. Obviously, there it rains like it's <laughs> oh yeah, like think, you're underwater. That's Ernie, I think. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and then he just tips his hat, and the water lands in his hands. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah, I think there's a lot of <laughs> considering it's 75 years old. Yeah, bearing that in mind. Yeah, there's a lot of humour in it that translates quite well to now yeah yeah definitely yeah which i'm so not not surprised about because i've seen a lot of films from kind of this era yeah and and they are good but i think people maybe yourself prior to watching this film Mm. tend to think that stuff from the 30s or 40s will never translate into 2021 yeah well it absolutely does yeah yeah yeah, that's pretty much my my speaking yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, but now i'm gonna look at black and white films and old films in a different light well there's a good there's a black and white one on that pile over there that i've picked (laughs) There is, um, yeah. That that will be an interesting one. Mm. Oh, fuck it, I'll just say it. Some Rafi- point in, yeah, some like point in January, we'll yeah. be watching heist films, and I've picked Rafifi. Yeah, which is a, I think it's a fifties French film. So yes. you're gonna have to read it as well. Yeah, but it's. I remember watching it, and I remember thinking it was really good. Right. But it's got one sequence in it that's thir- the heist sequence is thirty minutes. Yeah, of a continuous take mm. with no dialogue or sound. Oh wow! Of them 
performing the robbery. And it oh, is a man. fucking masterpiece of cinema. That's amazing. It might, depending on which way it falls on you, it'll either, you'll either love it and you'll be watching all the way through or yeah. it'll, you'll find it boring. Got and it. either way, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But I think you'll appreciate what it is. Yeah, I know you mean, yeah. <laughs> From a technical point of view. Yeah. But and yep. again, back to Wonderful Life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> Henry won the uh, Medal of Honor, which was a nice feeling. Yeah. When he uh, obviously shot down on them ships, well, the ships there, the, the planes that were attacking the ships and stuff. I thought that was that was a great little bit because mm. the town was getting ready to sort of welcome him back as a hero. And yeah. I think it was the taxi driver, the police officer um, that was taking the piss as well. Like when you read the paper headline out to him, and he was like, look at the paper. And he's like, oh yeah, it's going to be snowing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, no, yeah. you, no, you idiot. <laughs> he said, oh, of course I said it. <laughs> but let them like little bits of humour is quite funny. Uh, a bit of sarcasm and stuff. But yeah, I like that. And obviously when, was it, when he wishes that he wasn't born and then he's like, oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. Clarence is like, oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sound. <laughs> That's when I was just like, is it, and it stopped snowing and all sorts and obviously everyone didn't recognise him anymore. Um, but then I didn't think deeper enough to think, oh shit, his brother would have died because he weren't there. Mm. And like even like some of the other bits as well, I was just like, the, obviously if he's not there, then... The, the druggist. The pharmacist who that's it. then poisoned the kid because George this is the bit. To stop it. Yeah, that's the bit I was on about. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that's a horrible bit. Yeah, and obviously, all then people died on the boat because his mm. brother wasn't there to protect them. And I'm like, yeah. shit, that goes real deep. That does. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's quite a metaphysical thought film, really. Yeah, yeah it's, definitely. It's hard. And obviously, when he comes back and he's like, right, everyone recognises me now, and it's just it's just a nice feeling because it's like a new lease on life. Even, yeah. even though he's going to prison he doesn't care he's like I've still got my family <laughs> everyone knows who I am and I'm like I'm so yeah. happy he absolutely doesn't care that he's yeah. about to get done yeah but then as it turns out because it's a happy film he yeah. doesn't at all the town chip in and give him some cash yeah that's it yeah significantly more than he needs yeah because doesn't Sam his best mate from school and yeah. wire him like 25 grand 25 grand yeah yeah, like, yeah something like that everybody else can leave yeah, so he, yeah. Eight. yeah. he just needs eight yeah that's the one yeah yeah bloody hell but, I like um, the fact and I don't think this would happen Maybe in a film nowadays, yeah, that Sam, yeah, his school friend, is clearly into uh, Mary, yeah, before George and Mary fall in love. Although yeah. they they are already in love, but before they get together, yeah, no, man. Sam is clearly into him, mm-hmm. into her, and yet George and Mary get married, yeah, and there is literally no ill will from Sam. Yeah, they're still friends. He's offers him a job. Yeah, he sends him money. <laughs> Yeah. He loves him. He's still his best mate. Yeah. I'm like, that's quite nice. Yeah, it is, yeah. There, yeah. there was no, literally no bullshit about no, it. No, 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 it's nice. And Clavin, and like you said earlier, Clavin's got his wings, so that's all good. Yeah. It's yeah. a good little B story. Yeah. I like the, um, the, book end the, the bit at the beginning as well, and the stars are talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's, so, that's, it's really <laughs> naff, but I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's quite cool. Um, also, Mr. Martini, who owns the bar, <laughs> is there by any chance that that was William Defoe's granddad? <laughs> <laughs> because he looks a spitting image I even googled it and he's, he's this Italian actor and everybody well not everybody but there is a post on there that says is, is, are they related so he's not, I'm not the person's first person to think it he's a spitting image of like he's got the same facial movements I've and never noticed I mean to have the same facial movements as Willem Dafoe is fucking hard <laughs> yeah because Willem Dafoe's got a mad face yeah yeah. I love the guy, but his face is insane. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's not of this world. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great actor as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Willem Dafoe's ace. Oh, man. I've got some quotes that I liked. 
Right then. Um, the, the talking stars at the beginning. When there was like, ha, 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 is is he sick? And he said, no, worse, he's discouraged. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh. From that little bit as well, I also wrote down, Clarence has the IQ of a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because they're like, oh, he's got the IQ of a rabbit. (laughs) Yeah, but his heart's in the right place. (laughs) Um, The old house, when they're both looking at it, and she says, I wouldn't live in that if I was a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh. And um, the bit with her mum, and she says, "Oh, what are you doing?" or whatever it was, and she and she just shouts out, "He's making violent love to me, mother!" Oh yeah, I should have wrote that down. That genuinely made me laugh. Yeah, He's making violent love. love to me, mother. He's making violent love to me. <laughs> also, when him and Mary at one point kiss, yeah, it's for quite a long time. Yeah. Now they don't open their mouths because they're not yeah. allowed. But I didn't realize under the code you could show it for that long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that surprised me. Mm. And the last quote is uh, at the end when it says, no man is a failure who has friends. And I thought that's a really nice quote. What Clarence writes in the book. Yes. Yeah. It's a good yeah. quote. I do love that. Yeah. That got me, that did. Because I have many of good friends. Yeah, it's a good one to live by. Yeah. Um, I've got a bit of trivia about myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, a bit weird. Um, and I'm going to sound really fucking stupid with this because I am. <laughs> so when I was younger... Black and white films I used to see, not watch, because I've never watched them, but I used to see them. I thought everything back then was black and white and they just discovered colour. As in? In real life. (laughs) And I thought they added colour to everything. (laughs) And that sounds absolutely preposterous. But that is exactly what I thought. The colour did not exist until it was discovered. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we had coloured films <laughs> because everything in real life was colour. <laughs> May I ask how old you were? I, I, I want to say young, but I don't think I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like, I'm saying single digits. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say eight or something like that, uh, which is quite not. fucking late <laughs> to realise that it's not everything wasn't the worst. <laughs> It's not the worst, but I suppose then you compare it to Steve's seven-year-old. Exactly. Who yeah. would look at you like you were an absolute idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who wouldn't even understand that, that I would think that. Yeah. It's like, are you stupid? <laughs> yeah, but that was a bit of a trivia from me, yeah. Oh, that's, that's <sighs> properly made me laugh. It's <laughs> a good fact, I like that. Yeah, it only twigged my memory as well because I watched a black and white film. So, <laughs> rather than seeing it, yeah. <laughs> There's a book again. I've gone back to books. By a guy called... <laughs> There's also a whiskey. <laughs> yeah, by a guy called Jasper Ford. Yeah, it's called uh, Shades of Grey, and that oh, yeah. it's only it's based on what you were just saying. That yeah. the, the concept of that is your class, like your social class, mm-hmm. is decreed by what level of colour you can see in the world. Yeah. So the more colour you can see, that more upper class that you are. Oh, okay. The lower classes can see like what brown, yeah, or grey, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But it's just it's just a really interesting book. It just reminded me of what you just said. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's about fifteen years old, and the sequel's coming out next year because it's took him fucking ages. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, that's me done on that film. Yeah, me too. I actually yeah. wrote down uh, that I was giving it a twelve out of ten. Okay, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely watch it again, and I'd um, watch it with Lane as well, because I know she's a bit the same as me, like yeah. black and white film. Oh no, it's old. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's understandable, and I think I think that's a fair enough opinion. I'm sure I used to be like it, but yeah, 
because I've seen so many, and I know there's a lot of good ones out there. Yep. I'm now I'll put ones on on the in the hope that they are a good one. Yeah, and there's a lot of shit ones. Of course, of course there are. Cause yeah, there's a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, but there's a lot out there that are good. Yep. At some point, at some point, Casablanca will happen. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think yeah. you'll like this more than Casablanca. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm depends. glad I've watched this to get me on the radar for Casablanca, and then yeah. I can watch that with a op- more open mind. It's a similar time period. Casablanca was, I think, yeah. four years before this. It was right. forty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, that will come up on, on <clears> here <throat> at some point. Yeah, or when we go to the YouTube's. Mm-hmm. One day. Yes. I say one day, like March next year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so ooh, we've got the holiday left, haven't we? Mm, the whole day. Ain't we? Ain't we? Ain't we? One left. Right. Ooh. So, dive in, shall we? <laughs> right, so, out of the park. Yep. So the holiday was two hours sixteen minutes. It was made in twenty sixteen, and it was directed by Nancy Myers, and written by also. Um, her work includes The Parent Trap, What Women Want, Something's Got to Give, It's Complicated, The Intern, and she also written all the Father of the Bride movies. Okay. I've not seen much by her then, because I haven't seen many of them. Yeah. I like um, What Women Want. I've seen that. That's quite a good film. Again, I, I say it's a good film, but it's quite, like you said earlier about the You've Got Mail, it's quite manipulating <laughs> because he can read her thoughts and yeah, actually. play it to his advantage when you I think of it think like that. I watched it when it, probably the year after it came out because I yeah. remember sitting down when I lived at home. That's how mm. long ago it was. It's got to be 20 years old, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. At least. Yeah. I watched it with my mum my mom and my dad. Yeah. And we all thought 97 was, or something, I'm sure it is. 97 does is mean, it 97? fuck me, that's nearly 25 years ago. Oh my God, yeah. So what would Jesus. that make us, 12, 13? Old. Yeah. Now. <laughs> we let our school in 2000. And me. No, also so, oh, no. Well, yeah, well, you're, you're two days younger than me, of course yeah. you did. It was 2000, the film. 2000. Yeah. Oh, so, so we'd be 16. 16, yeah. And I remember watching it and thinking, that oh, was funny, it was entertaining. But <clears> I yeah. imagine if I watched it now. Yeah. It probably wind me up. Yeah, I know. It mean. depends how it's played. Yeah. It's written by a woman, so maybe it's not. Yeah, I know. Well, mean. they're saying that. You've got mouse directed and written by Nora Ephraim, and she's a woman. Oh, okay. Weirdly. Opened up another can, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, people have just sit forward, and I'm still talking about you've got mail. It's just two hours of me moaning. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, synopsis. So it's um, two women, troubled with guy problems, swap homes in in each other's countries where they each meet a local guy and fall in love. I obviously gave it a 10 out of 10 because it's my favourite Christmas movie. It's got Kate Winslet as Iris, Cameron Diaz as Amanda, Jude Law as Graham, Jack Black as Miles, Eli Wallach as Arthur, Edward Burns briefly as Ethan and Rufus Sewell as Jasper. And I absolutely love this movie. It's so heartwarming. It's got everything, humour, sarcasm, loss, excitement, love, betrayal. Um, it also, it just always makes me feel all warm and cosy inside. Yeah. And I, Which yeah. is what you want from a Christmas film, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, just, I, just, I just love it. And it's just nice to, it's weird because it's like the house swap part of it is like the unknown because you don't know each other, but you've swapped and you've gone somewhere new. It's like a new slate. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's sort of like, not that I need to escape, but it's like a nice feeling that you can escape everything that you know. You can... <laughs> and start fresh. Be just, someone different Just for, for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, I can do anything I fucking want now. You can be a new person. You can yeah, do whatever yeah. the hell you want to be. That's it, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's at just that point, a, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a nice feeling, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's lovely. And then obviously, it's even better that the fact that they all get on and it's a nice happy ending. Yeah. But yeah, what did you think? 
I, uh, do you want me to do mine or Steve's first? Uh, whichever. Well, I'll, um, do, I'll do Steve's first. Yeah, okay. Just to keep you on 10 talks like we did with it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because obviously our listeners love suspense. Yes. <laughs> so Steve has given it 5.5 out of 10. Okay. He's put the corn is too strong in places and parts <laughs> annoy me more the yeah. more I watch it. Yeah. But I'm won over by Arthur's part in the story. Yes. I think yeah. he liked it. Yeah. I think he's at the lowest end of his life though. Yeah. Uh, his review, or his notes... Rufus mm-hmm. Sewell as Jasper is a knob. Yep. Plays it well. I can agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Don't enjoy the overacting by Diaz and somewhat by Jude Law. Mm. Can't believe how young everyone is. I'm still claiming <laughs> they look way older than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Jude Law kissing her eyes? Weirdo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kate Winslet's side of the film is much better and less corny and annoying than the Diaz Jude Law side. Yeah, yeah. Just like writing Cameron down. It's just Diaz and then the whole of Jude <laughs> <Law>. <laughs> Apparently, Americans are fine to drink and drive, or so this film leads you to believe. Yeah, I've Diaz, seen when she first gets to the cottage, takes the mini out to buy wine, which she drinks in the shop. Yeah. Then Jack Black, who goes to Kate's Hanukkah party, Hanukkah party with Arthur, drinks yeah. and then drives to go home. Yeah. The Diaz law portion gets a little more tolerable towards the end once the kids are introduced. Yeah. So that's Steve's opinion. And I'll yeah, close cool. that down now. I agree with a lot of points that Steve's made. So do I. Yeah. Almost. Almost exactly, to be honest. Yeah. But I, th- I give it a 7 out of 10. Oh, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. The first 20 minutes, yep. I thought I was going to hate it. Yeah. And that, I think, is where Steve's talking about the overacting. Because yep. those first 20 minutes are so over the top. I know you mean. It's so hammy and so cheesy and corny and theatrical yep. that I really didn't like it. And then once the film started... Mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of warmed into it a lot. Yeah, I know what I mean. And by the end, I, uh, I yeah, it's it's a nice film. Yeah. it's a nice film. I wouldn't be adverse. I probably wouldn't put it on every year. Yeah, yeah. But if someone says, "Do you want to watch it?" or if it's on, yeah, I would, I would happily sit down and watch it. It's no, it's never going to be anything that I dislike. It, mm-hmm. like, it can only grow on me. I would think it's never going to be worse than a seven. Yeah. I think it might it might it might go up once you kind of get familiar with it. Yeah, I know. Mean. I can't imagine I gave it a wonderful life a ten the first time I watched it. Yeah. I very rarely give yeah. any film a ten the first time I watch it. Yeah. They have to kind of grow on me. I know. Mean. So this has got this could go up a little bit. Yeah. But I did think a couple of criticisms. Mm-hmm. I did want more out of the Kate Winslet and Jack Black. Yeah, so did I. I thought that was underdeveloped versus Jude yeah. Law and Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Weirdly, this is probably the least annoying film I've seen Jude Law in. Okay. Do you know Norm- what? Normally yeah. it winds me up, but in this, I was like, I quite like you. Yeah, I mean, Elaine doesn't like him at all. And then when we, <laughs> when, when we watched it, she went, that is actually, he's okay in this. Yeah. He's not bothering me one bit. It's, it's weird. It's, this is yeah. the, the one where I could see why people would fall for Jude Law. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, so like, the doting dad and... Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Just, just, I mean, even without that, just his, his look in it. There's I something... Yeah. There's something about that character that you're like, yeah, I can see why people would fall Warm for you. to him. Yeah. yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. And similar to what Steve said, my standout in this is Eli Wallach. Yes. And I love Eli Wallach yeah. anyway. He's I wicked, didn't realise he was in it. No, and as soon as he turned <sighs> up, I was like, yes. I think when the first time I watched this film and I seen him, I remember him being in a gangster film and I remember him being an absolute shit in that film. <laughs> and I was he like, normally plays villains. Yeah, and I was like, he's a shit ears. <laughs> and then when he was this nice old guy, that I was like, oh, actually, he, he can play both sides. <laughs> he is absolutely great. I was hoping, yeah. because I haven't seen it before, and I didn't think it would happen, because I know the reputation of the film. Yeah. I was hoping it didn't turn 
creepy. Yeah, I mean, and he yeah. didn't. It didn't even stray into that no. area once. He was just a nice man. Yeah, you wouldn't even think of that, would you? Yeah. And he had yeah. a great friendship with Kate Winslet. And yeah, I yeah. believed it fully. They yeah. both sold that really, really well. That's I it. Loved yeah. it. Absolutely loved that part of it. I loved it when um, she was trying to teach him how to walk again without the Zimmer frame, so we can go <laughs> in on the award. And he's in the pool, yeah. and he just he just sinks down, <laughs> and then she pills pill, him back up again, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I, I slipped." <laughs> yeah, he his stuff was the best part of this, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that. It was nice. It, it, again, he was just pulling the heartstrings because like, even when she drives past, um, when, when you see him go past with a carer, like, and she notices, so you know he's going to be like uh, in it yeah. at some point. And then she drives past and he's on his own. She pulls over and says, oh, do you need to go somewhere and like helps him and stuff like that? And I thought that's really nice. And then she's always like, oh, do you want to go for dinner tonight? Because that bit got me as well when he told the story about the uh, the pyjamas about somebody was in the shop and they brought the top and then the the other person brought the bottoms and there was kind of like, a, was it a meat, a meat point, a meat cute meat or something? Cute. Yeah. And the, he said, oh, that was lovely, that was. And then um, she goes to drop him off at the house and she sees the pyjama trousers on the side. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's his story and his wife. And then like she sees his little lap train and dinner and that and I thought, oh, that's so nice that she's took him to dinner and yeah, it's just lovely. Yeah. I like the fact that he's not just... A doddery old fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. an old man. And yeah. He needs some assistance, obviously. Yeah. Because he's clearly about 90. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's also a, a world famous. An Oscar writer. Award writer. An Oscar yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's scanning he's his house. She's lived it. <laughs> yeah. She's seeing all like, the trophies on the side. She like, zooms into an Oscar. And she's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> an Oscar? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he is, he is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, it, I think you can tell from my notes, actually. Yeah. They start off quite negative mm. and then end up happier. Yeah, I know. Mean. <laughs> you can tell us I'm writing it down. Yeah. You can just see like the pace of the film, yeah. 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 It felt I think if you trim twenty minutes out of this, yeah. I think you've got a better film. Yeah, I know. Mean. But I think a lot yeah. of that twenty minutes is the first twenty minutes. <laughs> and from where it ends to where it starts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she ends with being really happy and stuff and obviously with Jet Black, but at the beginning she's like smelling gas out of a cooker. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was quite, that was quite a bit, bit of a bad turn. <laughs> yeah, she's gone. She's gone, George Bailey. <laughs> yeah, she's gone full light. Right, I'm gonna stick this cock out. <laughs> and the music in it was Hans Zimmer. Yes, I noticed that. Um, that's what always gets me. Hans Zimmer's always getting me. I mean, it took everything I had to not cry in front of Elaine for this film. <laughs> like two or three times, I thought I could I... easily cry if I was on my own now. I mean, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of crying, but <laughs> I'd rather not be a mess. Like, and uh, before we watched this film, we watched Interstellar. Which probably yeah. added to my emotions anyway, because that is also Hans Zimmer. And yes, it is. there's a lot of stuff that happens in the film. Obviously, you haven't seen this, so I'm not going to say it. But yeah, I was holding back tears and that majorly as well. I was like, for God's sake, what a, what a ruined inside <laughs> night this is. And me, I'm just like, I feel like blotting. <laughs> I watched this with Hannah, or most of it with Hannah. Yeah. And Hannah's like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. But she's seen it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my voice is just gone. <laughs> But I took a bet with her, and I've not written it down, but I said three. Right. How many times this film would make you cry? Yeah. And I said three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So I think, did Mr. Napkinhead bit get you, or kind of no. around that bit when he's with the kids? No, not really. Uh, I thought no. the kids bit would. I mean, the bit that got me, I think I've written it down, actually. I mean, I've got no kids, but... Um... No, I know you haven't, but... Yeah, the bit soft as shit. <laughs> yeah, I've turned into a soft as shit. I only should, I only should <laughs> cry like uh, Marley and me. I mean, I still would. 
I'll be I'll be inconsolable watching that again because <laughs> I would not put myself through it again. But I never used to cry anything I've other than animal it. deaths for some reason. I've never seen Marley and me. Right. I don't want to. No, don't watch it. It's shit. <laughs> I mean, it's, no. it's, it's horrendous. Um, I know it's reputation too much. We're fucking welling up now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've just started recently. Just I don't know. Just just crying at nice stories. And yeah, it's, yeah. Easy, it's easy done. It's age. It's I'm I 38 now. <laughs> Maybe in a few more years I'll be the same. I can feel myself getting more emotional. Into yeah, things. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I cried at the end when they're all together because it's just a happy scene. New Year's, everyone's yeah, so getting on, all that sort of stuff. It just made me feel really happy. Um, the bit in the tent was the bit that got me when I mean I thought when I first watched it Jude yes. Law was being an absolute shit and he was cheating on her well not well, cheating yeah, because the they were point, sort of seeing it? each other but yeah and I thought Sophie I thought and Olivia were going to be just these hookups or whatever well, when he was on the phone to them yeah the show heard him talking yeah. I thought that's way too obvious it's he's sketchy yeah, yeah, yeah no I thought it's playing like he's sketchy and he's not going to be sketchy oh, okay. it's going to be right. business things or sisters or something yeah yeah and then so I discounted that and yeah and when she turned up at his house yeah and he was doing his buttons up and stuff yeah and yeah, he yeah, clearly yeah. Got, and she was like is there someone in there and he's like yeah I thought oh what a oh, shit yeah, he yeah. is a prick and yeah, then yeah, now yeah. I fully bought into that bit yeah that's it yeah yeah. Like, and then when oh, you find I'm out wrong. it's his daughters yeah Yeah. and then then it wasn't I was like oh I've been yeah. one-eighted yeah that's it yeah yeah pretty much but um, his eldest daughter I think it was Sophie that was the eldest um, I can't remember she was just like pretty much his wingman which I thought was quite nice because she's trying to she's <laughs> yeah. like oh, we haven't had any like adult women in here for a while <laughs> and then like his youngest Olivia she was just hilarious yeah and um, asking questions like you're so pretty what lipstick is this like, as kids do and when they was all lying there in the tent at the end and the whole hands I thought that got me and I yeah, was like that's nice that you bastard nice. you got me again <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the kids were cute in this yeah yeah yeah, the part as well that got me was Arthur when he uh, walked out thinking there was going to be like three or four people. Oh yeah, that, attending, oh, that nearly got me. Yeah, attending <laughs> his like speech and stuff, and it was like a, an absolute audience. It was a yeah, and everyone stood up and yeah. gave him a round of applause. Yeah, and like, he was like, I, if I, if I did, <laughs> yeah, if I'm a bit like Cameron Diaz, yeah. in this film, if yeah. I did cry, <laughs> that would be that would have been one that would have been the one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been the. The, the big one that got me in this. Yeah, and then he obviously he did the um, did the stairs, and then <laughs> on his own and yeah. stuff, and then he went to the crowd, and Miles turned up, Jack Black, and then he just said, "What are you do for New Year's?" And she goes, oh, "I'm going to be at home." He said, "Oh, how about I'll come? I've I've never been to England, but I've always wanted to go." And then they kiss, and I was like, "Ah, yeah, well done, Jack. I fucking <laughs> love Jack Black." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. It's difficult not to. I think everyone does. I watch um, his YouTube channel at Jablinski Games. It's oh, hilarious. Uh, through through COVID, he played Red Dead Redemption too. And well, how has this passed me by? Have you not seen it? No. Oh, mate, it's amazing. So through COVID, he's been sort of. I think it was while he was filming Jumanji two, um, and yeah. obviously staying safe and stuff like that. And he lives in the mansion that he lives in with his two sons and his wife. Yeah. And he plays video games like Red Dead Redemption 2 and stuff. And he films himself playing it, and you see his little box in the bottom right, and then you see the like the playing in the, on the main screen. He's yeah, just. Yeah. Because he's obviously great at comedy as well. He's just coming out with loads of shit. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, hel- funny. it's absolutely hilarious. But he's got, he's got obviously long hair, big beard. And that's how you know Jack Black. And yeah. the one episode, he was just like, he, sha- he, he just had a camera next to him, like in front of him. And he just shaved his entire beard off. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then he shaves all of his hair off and he's completely bald. <laughs> like, apart from his eyebrows, he's got no hair left on his face whatsoever. And you're like, shit, this is, looks so weird. <laughs> but it's shaved like 20 years off him. <laughs> and it's hilarious. He just he just basically, his, his, his channel, he, he does that as a side on, but then 
it would just be him showing you around his house and like jumping in the pool and just taking the piss. Yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. No, I'll definitely check that out. <laughs> I didn't realize he got one. I don't yeah. know why. Jablinski Games. Jablinski Games. Bunch of Jablin Jables. <laughs> yeah, message me. Message, when I've got when we finish this, message me what it is. Yeah, I'll we'll forget do. what it's called. Yeah. I suppose I can just type in Jack Black, can't I? But... Yeah, so I'll, I'll send you a share. Yeah. Also, there was a Casablanca reference to this. And I haven't written it down. <laughs> but I've written down a Casablanca reference for Ned. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure where it was or what it was. but I've not written it down either. Right. Somebody mentioned it at some point. Not sure when or where or who. I, th- I think I did say to Hannah, I was like, ooh, Casablanca. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't write it down. Right. Yeah, not me. I probably should have. Which is a shame. Mm. The bit that annoyed me the most about this film. Yeah. And it's absolutely pointless to be annoyed by. But because right. it was so early on, I was like, this is going to get on my tits. Yeah. Was the Christmas party at the newspaper. Yes. Everybody's accent in that was getting on my nerves. Right. Because <laughs> it was so upper class yeah, I know what I mean. British yeah. stuffy arsehole. And I yeah, was like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, this is driving yeah. me mad. One of our esteemed colleagues. Yeah, <laughs> and all that sort I'm of stuff, like, yeah. Fuck off. No real person speaks like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was heartbreaking as well. When obviously she's being messed around by old Rufus and um Oh no, Rufus. Jasper. Like Rufus. Oh you bastard. Oh no, Rufus is a, oh, I love Rufus Rufus Hill. I love him in Dark City. Well, yeah. And Man in the High Castle. But um, yep. as Jasper... Nice he's tale in, that you've still not seen. Yeah, as Jasper, he's an absolute fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, Steve's written down Jasper Bloom is a, a knob. I've written yep. down there, Jasper Bloom is a twat. Yeah, what a <laughs> dick. But yeah, just like when he's just leading her on and stuff and then he goes up and announces the engagement and she's just obviously trying to hold back and I've thought, oh, that's really sad, that is. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah, he's clearly a massive cock. Yeah. I've written down on my phone that it's an absolute ducking heartbreaker. <laughs> but Ooh. obviously... Yeah, it's it's also corrected. <laughs> yeah, slash Jasper, <laughs> not Rufus. Yeah, sure I also forgot. I also forgot John Krasinski was in this. Oh yeah, briefly. <laughs> briefly, yeah. Four minutes. Yeah, see, <laughs> if that. And Catherine Han, yeah, that was obviously married. And yes, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That is nuts. Yeah, I forgot she was in it as well. Yeah, but again, even briefer than Krasinski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. When Kate Winslet goes to Cameron Diaz's house and she finds the the wall of DVDs in yeah. the in the big sort of her version of the Kallax unit <laughs> <laughs> with the TV off, I was like, oh, that's heaven. I imagine if you've done a house swap with someone, yep. and you walk into Cameron Diaz's, yep, in the holiday in, into her house, yeah. I mean, you, it's, it's jackpot, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Because it is absolutely massive. It's got a swimming pool, yep. a wall of DVDs, a massive telly, a gardener. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Eli Wallach next door. <laughs> mm. Or Arthur, as he's called in this. Yep, exactly. Eli Wallach's in a lot of uh, westerns. Is he? Yeah, really old, like 50s, 60s, 70s westerns. He right. normally plays the, the the villain. Okay, yeah. In a, in a lot of westerns. Yeah. That's where I know him from more. Hmm. <laughs> Did you also see the cameo of Dustin Hoffman? <laughs> when yeah, he was in video blo- shop. When he was in Blockbusters. Because <laughs> he picked up that um, obviously film that Dustin Hoffman was in. I can't think of what it was now. And no, he was no, just he just sort of like... It was an outbreak. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> no, how <I'm> quirky. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was quite nice. Um, what was that other bit I was going to say? Yeah. I can't remember. This <laughs> kid's... Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. But um, yeah, um, like you said about the uh, the drink driving bit, I picked up on that as well, with obviously Cameron Diaz driving down that country lane. and <laughs> Well, this is before she had a drink, but she knew she was 
going yeah. to get wine. And <laughs> she just sips it round in the market. I hadn't tweaked at that bit. Yeah. I noticed Jack Black getting fairly, well, not drunk, but yeah, drinking I mean. too much and then walking towards his driver's side of his car. Yeah, he was at the Jewish party, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I thought, hmm. <laughs> That's a weird message. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Um, the phone scene was funny when she well, well I think it's the first time we see Kate Winslet actually speak to Jude Law and yes. Amanda's on the other line and then she keeps she's thinking that she's talking yeah. to Jude Law but she's not and she's still talking to Amanda saying I can't believe you shagged my brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no that was it I can't believe you shagged the woman that's living in my house that yeah. was it yeah Come with the others, like, oh, is still it? me still me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that made me laugh yeah it's got some good moments and it's genuinely it's much much better than I, I was expecting yeah yeah. The first thing I wrote down was I'm expecting mediocre at best. Yeah. And I got more than mediocre, so I was happy. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Nice one. Also, um, what was it now? The Jack Black, when he was having a drink after he'd found out Maggie had cheated on him, uh, when they seen him at the video store and his yes. actress girlfriend, and then they went back to Kate oh, Winslet's. that again was Shadow oh, yeah. Sossaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what was it, she yeah. in the other day? Oh. Kiss, kiss, ah. bang, bang. Yes, yeah. that was it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. I was like, oh, she's turning up a lot. There's a side <laughs> character in a lot of our films. That's it, yeah. And um, Also in The Night's Tale. <laughs> that's right. When you found that out, obviously he was sitting there and she tried to give him a tea. <laughs> and he goes, you got anything a little bit stronger? And obviously she gave him a block of vodka or something. Yeah. And then she tells her love story, starts crying and stuff. And he's just like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you need this more than I do. Yeah, yeah just gives her the vodka back. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Jack Black is funny. Oh, he really he's, is. Hannah fancies Jack Black. I can see it. I just found that weird. Yeah, it is weird, but I can see it. I, I can understand why people do. <laughs> yeah. Because he's funny and he seems genuinely lovely. Yeah. And when you watch the Blinsky games, you'll be like, oh, what a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's it. He seems like a good dude. Yeah. But I was just surprised because he's, he's not her type at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason yeah. really to say that, is there? <laughs> no, but it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah. And what is it? The... I was going to say, I can't believe, like, Cameron Diaz can't cry throughout the whole film. She struggles to cry. And then right at the yeah. very end when she does cry, me and Lane were like, how fucking blue are her eyes when she cries? I hadn't noticed. They are but... so blue, it's unreal. I mean, yeah. she's got blue eyes anyway. Got some quotes for you. Go on then. And they're both from Arthur. <laughs> As they should be. As they should be. <laughs> One of them says, um, when she asks him for dinner, and I hope you're not busy, but I want to take you to dinner. And he's like, uh, I've not been busy since 1978. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that might be laugh. <laughs> and then the other one was when they're at the party, um, the Hanukkah uh, little mini party that they, that she yeah. throws for him, and they're all about his wife's ass. <laughs> and he said, yeah. did, did you say ass? He said, they said, no, no, no. And then at the end, he's like, oh, I think we should leave these young folks and get back to our bedpans. <laughs> 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 that made me chuckle. Yeah, I think I think this film, considering <laughs> it's not about Arthur. Yeah. I think I, I do think that was the strongest storyline out of the three. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Whether it would have been if I don't think it needed any more. No. In that particular strand of the story. Yeah. But I would have liked maybe twenty percent less. Yeah. Jude Law and yeah, I mean, put into Kate Winslet and yep. Jack Black. Not because I disliked the Diaz Law story. I thought it was absolutely fine. Yeah. I just wanted the other one to be fleshed out as well. Yeah, I mean. Or as well, but you can't flesh the other one out as much without it being mm -hmm. a two-hour, 40 film. Yeah, this is it. And then, yeah. then it's way too long and yeah. you're losing your core audience. I yep. mean, it's pushing it anyway. I think the length is up there. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, I was genuinely surprised. So uh, as much as I wanted to take the piss out of you for picking <laughs> an absolutely naff ladies film, yeah, I can't. <laughs> now whether Amazing. I'm softening, actually, I don't think I'm. I've always liked kind of cheesy stuff. <laughs> yeah. This what I mean. This uh, no, I was going to go on a YouTube. <laughs> no, I won't. I've got two bits of trivia for it. Go on. So the website that Amanda and Iris use to exchange houses is actually a real website called HomeExchange.com. Is it? Yeah. And Kate Winslet and Rufus Sewell had previously been in a real life romance, which was probably really fucking strange <laughs> to act it all out like that. But I would imagine, I hope it ended well. I don't know. <laughs> Otherwise, that's <laughs> awkward. Yeah. yeah but well, to be awkward. fair, I think they probably would have refused to do a film together, wouldn't they, if it didn't? Uh, yeah, so if but... it was too, too bad. It's obviously mm. either okay or they're both very, very good professionals. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's not a bad looking couple, is it? Yeah. yeah pretty <laughs> decent, man. Kate Winslet and Rufus Civil. Mm. I think I'm done. Am I? On, on the holiday. Yep. And on all of our Christmas films, sadly. Mm. I'm sure I'll watch some more. Oh, definitely watch yeah. Home Alone. Oh, God, my voice went again. <laughs> well, I'm off work now for two weeks, so I'm planning on watching quite a few. Um, one because I still, I think I still need to make up three films for, for our next category, which we'll say in a bit. And for, <sighs> yeah, for you next know, week. Yeah, for next week, yeah. We haven't got a category next week. We have. The top. Oh yeah, but I've still got to watch three more films because I've only got seven at the minute. That You've I've brand newly watched. watched more than seven new films this year. That I oh I have, but I need to class them as good. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, otherwise it's just like mm. yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of mm. the unholy is definitely not in there. That's a spoiler. <laughs> no, it's not in mine either. It's not on the honourable mentions list either. Is no there, chance. Is, is there a shit list? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going top of the shit list. Oh, it's not. My quote massacre. Oh, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it absolutely wouldn't be. And I'll be yeah. honest, it'd be below a yeah. repo as well, but I've already seen that. Yeah, I know what I mean. But yeah, like I say, I'm off for two weeks, so I'm going to watch a lot more films. And plus the recommendations that you've said. So I need to watch Malignant, but I'm not watching it without you. Oh, yeah. Honestly, let me know when you watch Malignant. I just want to see your face. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I will do. <laughs> and um, I've still got to watch uh, Last Night in Soho. Um, somehow <laughs> I, I liked Last Night in Soho yeah and there's another one Antlers I've still got to watch that I think I might like that that yeah, might think, be tough I think you will yeah there's a few that was the weakest of those three films for me right okay but I think, yeah. I gave, I think I've Malignant and Last Night in Soho I think I gave an 8 oh okay yeah Antlers was a 7 I think right. so it's got you it's, it's negligible difference sound and I also need to watch that one that you said about Class of 1984 is it uh, yeah, Class of 1984. And there was another old one that you said to watch, and I can't remember what it was called now, but I'll have a look at the... Uh, was it the, es- the, es- the, es- the, es- uh, the Escapists? The Escapists? Yes, was I think one? it was. The one with Brian Cox getting out of prison. And it was the one with the woman that was depressed, um, who lived with her sister. Mm, the one where she was struggling oh, with men. Oh, Repulsion. Repulsion, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I've forgotten about that. Yep, I need to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, there's some good films in that. And obviously that'll be new films for me to watch that I've never seen before, so... Yeah. Yeah, a couple yeah. of them will definitely creep in, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. I've written my... Uh, yeah, so next week, mm. we're not doing a... We've said what we're doing before, but we're not doing a a normal topic or three films. We're doing yep. our top 10 new-to-us films of 2021. So not films that came out in 2021. Yeah. Well, they could be, but films that we watched for the first time in 2021. Yeah. So, AKA, for example, It's a Wonderful Life could be on Matt's, even though it's 75 years old, because it's the yep. first time he saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah, exactly. And The Holiday, for me, could be on there, because it's yeah. the first time I've seen it, even though it's 15 years old. Yes. Yeah. Was it 2006? The... Oh, I made that up. The Holiday. 
Was it 2010? No, it was 2006. Sick, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, 15 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's next week's uh, Team. episode. I think we picked that for the last week in uh, December because it just meant we haven't got a rush to watch anything over Christmas. Yep. Matt's off for two weeks now, so it wouldn't have mattered. I'm off for two weeks now, so it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> it's probably easier but, to watch it now. <laughs> yeah. But it means we can watch whatever we want, we can do whatever we want, we've just got to write ten films down. Yeah. It might be worth, I don't know if it'll be something you're interested in doing. Mm. Getting a, have you got an IMDB account? I have somewhere, yeah. Just log your films on there that you've watched, give them a score. I could do, over yeah. Because if we do it, I, there's no reason why we wouldn't still be doing this or well we'll migrate yeah. to YouTube and carry on doing this I'll probably end up being on YouTube yeah next year if we're doing like top 10 things because mm-hmm. I can't remember everything I've watched throughout the year yeah same as me I yeah. have to look at previous episodes and kind of what I've tracked yeah yeah, yeah I mean yeah because I use IMDB and Letterboxd and I've only really been tracking them for maybe three or four months yep regularly yeah. so my top 10 is also skewed towards yeah the latter half of the year yeah because i can't remember what i watched up until we started doing the podcast because mm-hmm. i didn't track it yeah but now i'm tracking things it's much easier you just scroll i'm like well, i've given that 10 10 10 9 9 9 9 9 yeah I'm down. <laughs> I'm like, yeah done done <laughs> but it depends on it's whether you could be bothered to put that much effort in it's only like two minutes yeah, I mean. just go on yeah Six, seven turn it off <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it doesn't take much time yeah sound Probably could have said that off off mic. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> but as it turns out, people here are working as we're doing it. Yeah. Because we're idiots. <laughs> yeah, so next week it'll be um, episode 26. I can't believe there's it been will. 25 episodes already. Yeah. 20, oh, next week is next week is 26. Mad. That's half a year. Yeah. That's six, exactly <laughs> six months because it's 52 weeks in a year. That is insane. Yeah, that's gone so fast. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Hmm. I'd, I'd, I don't, I'd like to say we've got better we probably haven't probably got worse because we just we were much more disciplined I think when we started off because we were worried about yeah running over too long now we couldn't give two <laughs> shit <laughs> just no it's like, just like yeah if whatever. you listen great if you don't ah fuck it who cares yeah yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> we're enjoying it <laughs> so yeah what do we do at this point this is Steve's this is Steve's baby isn't it yeah so we normally just say the uh, the handles don't we and then yes yeah Yes, the handle. So what have we got? Uh, we also Instagram? we also Ooh. didn't say at the beginning, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, cotton balls. <laughs> so spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But I'm, you should know by now. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say spoiler alert, spoiler alert. And then if I could be bothered when I'm editing it tomorrow, yeah. I'll chop that spoiler alert out or copy it, <laughs> pop it right at the beginning and exactly the same, just awkwardly <laughs> slot it in. So it doesn't make any sense and it just sounds really bad. Yeah. And then if you've carried on listening, you get to this point, you yeah. hear it again. You'll understand, yeah. Yeah, you'll understand why we've been like, hello, my name is... Spoiler alert! <laughs> Films, spoiler alert from now on. Let's <laughs> do several. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, handles. 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 Uh, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. That's at Thrill Seekers. Twitter is at Seekers Thrill. I'll say it every week because I'm an idiot. And I haven't changed it. <laughs> Facebook, stay you can away. find us on there, but we're absolutely going to ignore you. Yeah, stay away from that cesspit. Email is probably the easiest way to get in touch with us, to be honest. If you just email us at. Oh, we had an email. Did I'm going to read it out to you and see if you can guess who it is. Amazing. You know who it is. It's going to be rich. So email is uh, <laughs> thrillseekers at gmail.com. Yeah. And oh, we will reply on that. Yeah. 
This is intriguing. I say, I don't think I replied to Rich. <laughs> I might have done. <laughs> Maybe I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so let's open up Google. <laughs> Go into bugger off Google Chrome. Or you put in notes. Is it just somebody saying prick? <laughs> no, no, it's a. Uh, oh, nice. It's, it's, quite, it's quite pleasant. You'll instantly be able to tell who it is. Right. <laughs> and I can say now that I've opened this up and we've got no new ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when was this sent? Oh, we've got a, a few couple, days of, couple of people have started following us on a letterboxd. Nice. Uh, when was this sent? When was this sent? <laughs> Where the fuck is it? Oh, yeah, it went into promotions rather than... <laughs> Sit in the spam folder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you'll get put anywhere because I don't <laughs> sort anything out. So this is it. Dear Seekers of Thrills, <laughs> I believe that your partner's pick episode is one of your best and think this should be a regular theme throughout the podcast. Regards from a totally non-biased listener. P.S. Can't believe Matt gave the fall a two. What a bumhole. P.P.S. <laughs> he's not a bumhole, he's a lovely man. Right. Who would that be off? Was that of Hannah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of Hannah because it was, I know that she loves the fool and I know she yeah. loves using the word bumhole. <laughs> yeah. It's a great word. Yeah. Bumhole translates, well, bumhole is Tom Brooks's fault. <laughs> right. When I lived with him, he called everyone a bumhole and it's just stuck with me and now everyone says bumhole. <laughs> it's his fault entirely. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's it. Oh, you can get in touch with us on Podbean as well. That's our hosting site yeah so type in podbean and then thrill seekers and i think we'll come up i assume we'll come up yeah maybe not <laughs> i uh, i think we've just signed up to a a business instagram account or a professional instagram account because it was free mm. and that does things maybe <laughs> did you knows? just did you just figure out as well how to link things did you say oh yeah that was that was it that's what i meant yeah business thing absolutely ah, okay. fucking redundant right yeah, I've worked out how to link things on Instagram. Yeah. Which is probably what six-year-olds have been doing since they were three. <laughs> yeah. But I've just found it out. Nice. Because <laughs> I'm technologically dense. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah, actually, well, if, if anyone's still listening to this bit, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I, I think I've said this before as well, but as of next year, we'll be doing daily reviews on Instagram as well. Only yep. stupid like mini reviews. There'll be like one or two sentences with mm-hmm. a score. We will put a post out about what the score means as well because it's obviously not one to five or one to ten because yep. we're bumholes. 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 So yeah, so yeah, follow us on Instagram and you'll get some reviews that you might want to follow or yep. might want to pay attention to or not. Depends if you think we talk shit on this or not. <laughs> But, oh, yeah. Anyway, that's it, I think. Yeah, I think so. We're done. Oh, Merry Christmas. We should yeah. probably say that at the beginning. Yeah, probably I should. I might cut this in as well. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> We're interrupting this bit of the broadcast to say Merry Christmas because we forgot at the beginning and this has been recorded at the end. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, I'll put that in. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Merry Christmas again. If you mm-hmm. didn't catch that at the beginning, which was clearly not put in. <laughs> so, uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode if you're still here. If not, well, I hope you enjoyed where you got up to. Yep. And it's, uh, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Come back anytime, though.